Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 24 of the Bradleaf Retrocast Anime Edition, also known as Worldwide Webcast. I'm joined today again with Tori. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, man. I'm doing fine. Awesome. And how and my other host, JD. Yo man, I'm glad to be here. This is this will be a fun episode. We have <laughs> quite the agenda ahead, don't we? Oh boy, yes, we we have. Uh, no fake at all, this, this excitement. Uh, anyway, how are you guys <laughs> no doing? No fake excitement here. Aren't you excited? I'm excited. I took my crazy pills this I morning. I'm so excited. <laughs> how have you guys been? During these two weeks, we're off doing our stuff. Uh, you know, same old, same old. Still applying for... Uh, uh, still applying for internships. I've got exams coming up soon. And, yeah. Basically just that. <laughs> and you, JD? Uh, well, bo- the, bo- the bowling season uh, for the summer just started back up, so I qualified for a, uh, a higher-end league with a bigger payout, so hopefully um, I'll make some money. <laughs> That's hopefully. my hope there. Always good. Still, still working. Yeah, still working through God of War. I uh, kind of put that off on a little bit uh, to focus on bowling, um, and then just some some other podcast stuff. I uh, got the wrestling one going pretty well now. Uh, got a big uh, double community kind of group watch tonight for a, a German indie pay per view. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of stuff happening with the Red Leaf Retrocast. I've been trying to keep up and make make better. Awesome, always good to make everything better. Uh, hi myself. Uh... My life is kind of a mess right now. Uh, you know, final paper and exams coming up. Bunch of things. At least I got a golden star in my final paper and I'm I'm happy. I took the day off Damn yesterday. Right yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I my <laughs> sleep is all fucked up. I had to rewrite everything in three days. It was it wasn't a an easy task, but I did it. I succeeded. I'm gonna look it up. 
uh, later today morning on on my final paper, but it's fine. But today we're not here talking about my how miserable I am, but <laughs> to you know do some interesting stuff. Uh, we're gonna reveal an anime called Saikano, Sai Shuheki's Kanojo or She, the Ultimate Weapon from 2002. As well, read some, read and answer some questions. But first, we have some interesting thing to talk about, which are some stuff we received <laughs> in the <laughs> mail, uh, and we receive from time to time, and we want to share with you, yeah. because we know we do that kind of stuff. Yep. Real? This is bullshit. Okay, open the door and let's take a swing at the motherfuckers. So. Uh, what we've done is we have uh, compiled a couple of uh, hate mails that we got. I just felt like, you know, reading them up on the podcast because it could be a little bit fun. So, since there's yeah. nothing here at Destiny... They're not even hate mails. They're nah, just I know. shit posting. Well, yeah. <laughs> nah, since there's nothing here addressed to me, but there's stuff addressed to both Hickey and JD, I'm going to read it up for them. And then they can, they can respond. Yeah, I guess we know who the favorite, favorite host yep. is. That'd be me. <laughs> it's not even close, apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hickey, we need to step up our game. Make better opinions. Yep. Make more friends with the anime community. Uh. No, no, I'm cool. <laughs> uh, I don't want <laughs> to yeah, no, be friends with those people. Uh, <laughs> those anime fans. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. No. All right, then. Let's start off. JD, are you ready? Sure. Because the first one is addressed to JD. It says, of course it is. I, sorry, I hate your podcast, JD. Nothing but hate Thanks, for all the best anime <laughs> and video games of all time. Yeah, it really gets me, uh, gets me where it goes, wh- wh- what I'm trying to do here. Um, well, he'll be, that person will be happy to know that he can also hate the wrestling one, too. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to hate on. There's so much to hate on. Well, just hate everything. <laughs> oh. Hate, 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 hate. That that reminds me of the the, the Dave Chappelle uh, skit with the the hater awards. You know, every time he's like, I I worked hard to to bring this hate all around. Hate, 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 hate. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> personally, I just feel like you know we don't we don't hate on the best anime and video games of all time. Why would we? I mean, maybe the video games. I'm not on the video game podcast. Maybe you guys are totally fucking up over there, but. Uh, the anime cast, <laughs> we have nothing but the right opinion, so, you know. But, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, so, let's just, uh, let's move on, because there's another uh, hate mail here addressed to JD. And it says, you, JD, have put together a podcast just to continue hearing your shitty voice. Give it up. And honestly, he's figured you out, JD. Mm, has he now? Yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah. I never pretended to not have a shitty voice. Nah, but you're just... Everyone knows that you just made this podcast. You made a Red Leaf Retrocast podcast just because you like hearing yourself talk. You sit there listening to yourself all the time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, especially when I talk to myself, all three yeah. of me. Yeah, you just narrate your day. It's like, oh, now JD's gonna eat some cereal, and here comes JD and opens the fridge, and oh, look at that! There's milk! JD grabs the milk. Oh, he's so happy now. <laughs> I narrate my own life. <laughs> yeah. Just so I how actually much have like deep conversations with my cat. Just waiting for the day he'll answer. Luckily, I answer. <laughs> <for him. laughs> but only I answer. Only I get to talk. 
the day he talks, he will <laughs> shut up forever again. <laughs> uh, nah, all right. But we also have some uh, hate mail for our uh, for this podcast, resident Mexican guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the first one goes like this. That guy Hickey needs to learn English before ever being on a podcast again. I agree. I actually agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, know, I know I don't have a lot of vocabulary sometimes and the words fail me. Uh, if you're talking about the accent, it's not going away. It's part of the charm of being a foreigner and a Brazilian foreigner. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if I, the problem is I don't have anyone to speak English with. Like, I, no one in my inner circle of, you know, my inner so, social circle, they don't speak English. So the only, the only time I'm actually speaking English is on a voice chat twice a week. Sometimes I don't even go to, to the voice chat you know, throughout weeks and weeks. You know, one day, you know, until there, I'm not quitting the podcast, so you better quit your life, I guess. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, Hickey also speaks a lot of, a lot of uh, like, uh, different languages as well, and English isn't even a second language, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> all, that all that proves is this guy Hickey's smarter than probably everyone. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how it goes. The rest of the Mexican guy. Uh, speaking of Mexican guy, but he's still but he's still not number one anime podcast. He is not. Story. That is me. Uh, <laughs> people don't but like anyway. smart people. Yeah, I know, yes. right? I know, right? <laughs> well, people don't like Mexicans, just... which is the next. Uh, well, which is the next piece of you. hate mail. Oh my god! Which Tori. is the next piece of hate mail that says the Mexican guy is the definition of a shitty weeb and should never be on a podcast. I'm seeing a trend here. Thanks for too hard though. <laughs> yeah. And like he says things for Two Horn, I don't know if he's saying like things for the the podcast about Two Horn or telling him about the game because the game is amazing and you can like have intercourse with like ten chicks and they are very cute most of the time. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Is <the main> character <laughs> <Right>? flaccid? <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, who knows? Yeah. Well, I know I was flaccid watching the anime. We're gonna discuss later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot of people are flaccid during that anime. <laughs> Not only you. <laughs> yep. Oh, well. So, we have one final piece of hate mail. Well, hate mail. Honestly, you guys need to step it up if you're going to send us hate mail. I want to cry when I read this. Uh, but the last piece of hate mail just simply reads, Fuck your podcast and fuck your shitty opinions. Sailor Moon was my childhood and you just shit on it. And honestly... Thank you for proving my point that I made made on that podcast, because I said that Sailor Moon fans grew up with that, and they look back on it with rose tinted glasses, and that's exactly what you just confirmed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Sailor Moon was also part of my childhood, and I actively shit on it, so I don't see your point. Are you? <laughs> yeah, we all did. But yeah. It's 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 even become like this trolling joke in the community, because <laughs> I just did a a video game episode, and uh, the day it came out, I got hit with this pro Jared plays Sailor Moon games video on Twitter like four or five times minimum. Mm. <laughs> nice. So I th- I think it's just people j- just continuing that episode. For- 
<laughs> yeah. I also think this message coincided with the one-star review, our only one on iTunes. Yeah. So, I'll be- which, by the way, Tori, where sh- where should they leave a, a, a review for us? Should they leave a review on, uh, on iTunes, obviously, or anywhere else where you can fucking leave reviews on our podcast. Like in Stitcher, or Google Play, wherever. We are everywhere. So, just, just come and find us and leave us your review, whether that be a five-star one or a one-star one. And please, if you're going to leave a one-star one, please tell us why. And if you're going to hate, please do a good job at hating. <laughs> yeah. Make it count. Yeah. <laughs> make it worthwhile. Yeah, make it count. Make, if make you're, if you're gonna people. shoot the free throw, be sure not to airball it. Uh, we're gonna get yeah. Be sure to be sure to be better than this because I really want to make a compilation just like Demolition Day of fan appreciation every year. <laughs> yeah. That would be really cool. Oh, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> That was so yeah. That was just a little segment that we decided to do. I've always, well, I've always wanted to read hate mail. You're like, I, I, I feel more of like hate, hate anyway, messages. So <laughs> do your worst. Yeah, but it, 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 it kind of ties in with one of the questions we got yes, from one of the former hosts, Joe Otonoa Senpai, and he asked, "How would you describe the state of anime fandom as of May 2018?" And you know, in my opinion, that kind of shows it they're just kind of very reactionary and they're non-combatant they don't want to combat everything anything they don't want conflict they want everyone to be peaceful and happy uh dancing around the fireplace singing how good anime is mm. and kind of ignoring what is in the shadow of it the problems that of course it has because nothing is perfect but I guess if you compilate every single anime that comes out in the season and extract the bad things, you're going to get uh, good, all the good things, which is kind of obvious. But they don't want you to think like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's... It's a, definitely interesting. And there's a lot of other problems. I f- I'm, like, I'm afraid that's going to get overshadowed as well in the anime industry and whatnot because people just let's look at the bright side of everything it's like it kind of reminds me i remember there was this i don't remember who it was right now but there was this one youtuber uh he did a he did like a video series where he would travel to countries and his kind of his goal was to show countries from their good side or like show and it's kind of like the entire thing kind of just culminates with him eventually going to north korea and he's like instead of focusing on all the bad things i want to focus on the good side of north korea it's like what what the <laughs> fuck it's like fucking going to Nazi Germany and go like, instead of focusing on all the bad things, why don't we focus on the good things? <laughs> it's like, uh, it led to the total destruction of the country, and look where they're now! Yeah. They got to essentially start over. There we go, there's the positive. Yeah, no, but like, I, I, I don't get that. I don't get the uh, the whole, like, let's, let's just focus on the good part. Like, looking at negative parts is not bad. I... I and I, I like a piece I of criticism. A piece, yeah, no, a piece of criticism against yeah, something like, that you the like. Criticism, yes. It's not a, it's not an attack on you. <laughs> but oh, people definitely. identify, like, people identify is, too it, much. This is being reactionary. They are yeah. reactionary. They see something they like. Being like, it's not even like they they shut down criticism. It's not even uh, saying the thing is bad. It's like, oh, it could be better. Yeah. Where we're just hating. You nothing. But hate for all the best anime and video games. <laughs> hmm. I feel like we've got that mail before. 
<laughs> yeah, sounds like, familiar. <laughs> so like, I think it's reactionary, and you know, in my opinion, it's something that I don't want to be part of. Yeah. Most of the time, of course, this is not all the fandom. I know you listen to this, and you might like. Well, I'm not like that. I know those people exist, but as right now, I think the news online, how you know specialized sites they deal with information and some employees of those sites you know i'm not quoting names uh if you guys want to call the name you guys feel free to do that but i'm not doing it uh they they don't want you to have criticism and do criticism or even direct to someone that look the show you might like is not that good that doesn't mean your opinion is shit. Doesn't mean the anime is shit. Doesn't mean anything aside from it might have some problems. But people take it a, as a personal attack, and the major players in the community sees it as his job to protect those people sometimes. Yeah. So I know you listen to this, and you're not part of those, but it kind of it feels like though they are more of the bigger the biggest part of the community right now yep then you have that other part of it i think technology has a lot to do with it as well so well, somewhat does but then you have the other part of the yeah. uh of the thing as well which is you know you see that a lot you see that a bit in japanese uh, fandom right now especially over darling in the franks you've got the people sending mm-hmm. fucking death threats to voice actors and animators and directors and whatnot and it's just like not even them like them their fucking families and everything it's like how fucking like now we're now we're on the other fucking extreme because now we're talking like this isn't even this isn't criticism this isn't everything this is you disagreeing with something that has been done in a show or hating it so much that you are literally committing a crime because you're threatening people on their fucking don't life. mess with the two D waifus, man. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's like that, that that shit. That shit's not okay. That's fucking no. That is. No, it's that's not. That's like that's the, that's the opposite end of the spectrum. That is taking quote unquote hatred and criticism. Well, it's, it's not criticism, but hatred too far. It's just like you could fucking dislike something, but god damn, control yourself. It's like yeah, a fucking that, piece that of quite, animation. That is quite normal in Japan, right? Like sending death threats and why not? We see a lot in idol in the idol industry. Yeah, that's sad. So like this is this is kind of bleeding into to anime. Yep. Speaking of, speaking yeah, I, of that, I think a lot. I think a lot of fandoms are very much passionate in much the same way. Just like when a when a video game comes out and it, it's not what you expect, and then uh, or 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 you better better yet is is the controversy over the loot boxes, kind of the same way. Uh, but that's taken that's taken I think a different perspective of how a community would react instead of sending death threats to EA. They're like, we're not going to buy your well, product. Like, exactly, but that's that's to me that to me that's the right response though. If you don't like something, don't support it. Don't. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it seems it seems anime anime fans will just continue watching yep. it just for a visceral 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 reaction. Yeah. It's, like, it's the same thing that yeah, I no, understand. Well, like, you will buy something for to hate on it. It's like why? But that's only <laughs> one small part. Of the community. Yeah, it is, but that, it's a vocal part. And that it's annoying. Get, that gets noticed. It's a vocal part, and it's annoying. But anyways, why don't we move on to the next question, which is, what so are what? some of the positives and negatives of anime now versus retro anime? 
Anyone? Quality. Animation. Quality. Definitely quality. <laughs> yeah. uh, quantity. Quantity has gone up I, a like, lot. Quantity, quantity with quality. I think it's the best, the best way to put it. Yeah, a lot more to choose from, a lot more diverse. I would say. Uh, I mean, uh, there is definitely. Uh, I will agree with that. Like anime nowadays, they have a lot more smaller segments that they're trying to hit. Uh, whereas you know, anime of the seventies and mid eighties, it's like Mecca was the giant thing there. Uh, so, World Masterpiece Theater. Yeah, but that's that's those um, kind of like yeah. those are the two, right? It's Mecca. World Masterpiece Theater. So it's like aimed at boys and men, like robots and war aimed at boys and men, or slice of life, um, like yeah, coming of age stories aimed at women and children. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, think I think I think the, the the best positive at least I can take from retro anime is you kinda have an idea of what you like, what you're gonna look for, and what's good in those senses. Yeah. What I, uh, I think the one positive, yeah, is like there wasn't any very like a lot of anime, so, uh, so you would have this very long series, like long running series, and everything would be more fleshed out and yeah. kind of more better explained. As in nowadays, although we have a lot of more, like way more series. <laughs> Uh, more serious you I lost my way of thought anyway uh, more serious they are shorter and more like pro- more split up produced Concise. in line yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. it's more yeah it's it's kind of what like you know you're you're kind of they're trying to market appeal to the market focused yeah they're trying to appeal to the market in a different way where they're kind of just like the market wants so much so it's like Rather than, you know, finishing something, it's kind of like, you know, you see with a lot of stuff adapts manga as well, right? So it's like, as soon as that gets popular, a manga gets popular, that needs an anime, and it needs to come out now, right? And it's like, it needs to come out with so everything where's my else. Promise ne- where's my promise Neverland? Yeah. <laughs> nah, but I mean, it probably will get, get something eventually, maybe, who knows? Oh, uh, but like, I mean, but that's kind of, that's the thing. And, but I also want to touch on something like, uh... Which I think can be both a positive and a negative, but I want to touch on the positive of retro anime as well, and that is, as weird as it's that, as weird as it goes, if you look at the some of the amount of, uh, like, wartime for uh, for example, wartime anime, like Grave of the Fireflies, for example, even de- mm-hmm. even Devilman, which most at this point was mostly in the manga, we have some, you have these kind of depictions of the atro- of atrocity of of atrocity of war and whatnot, and it's incredibly like it's kind of a it's an amazing like reminder of quote unquote humanity at its worst it's how bad stuff can get versus when you see a lot of war anime now i i will say a lot of war anime now is way more quote unquote romanticized in the sense that it's like it's the good guys versus the bad guys and you need to stop the bad guys yeah, especially with like the power of love and believing, yeah. and uh, they, Friendship they, they tend to and... focus. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of that in today. Not to what war? Like, take Zeta Gundam. Like, one of the main characters like loses his goddamn mind, like for realsies. Uh-huh. <laughs> but in today, it's always like, it, like I'll take a. What would be a good example of that? Um, Schwarzenmachen. 
You'll have like mo. You'll have Moe ship girls. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Shores and Marken. Shores and Marken. Oh, yeah. and Marken. Like, do you have a whole? You have a whole different kind of out. I mean, granted, uh, uh, like stuff like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, basically, you have a whole mo- uh, a lot more positive. Well, not positive, but like romanticized outlook on war. And what I mean is not like it's not necessarily like oh yeah, war is good, but it's like you have more. They are more focused on when the kill count becomes more important than the message of, you know, why why war and, like, well, all of this stuff. Like, why does this happen? It's kind of, That always becomes kind of weird to me because, like, oh, look at me. I'm so cool. I kill 350 people. Like, okay. <laughs> Is it just me or do, or do side characters die more often in retro anime than today uh yes because again you've seen how anime fans react uh there's a whole lot more importance now in keeping characters alive because i mean i've seen interviews with creators and manga and whatnot and they asked about this and they oftentimes just say well because i don't want to get rid of a character that somebody might like and yeah yeah not 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 enough balls going around well, yeah because they're afraid of they're afraid of you know fan backlash because what if People really like this character, but then they kill him off. And then it's like, wow. Hey, I really like Shishio, but that dude needed to go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's not about needing. I don't know. Like, personally, as weird as it says... How many says, times does Frieza have to die? Yeah. God uh, per- damn. Personally, as weird as it says, I want more character death. And what I mean is not... Not like, oh, let's just kill off characters left, right, and center. And obviously it's got to fit the narrative. of The narrative. Like, you can't just kill people off because people need to die. But... It's like I want to see you know stop putting characters in like positions where they're where they're like, oh my god, look this kid, you have this very emotional moment where this person got shot right in the chest and he's dying in his next episode. Nice, no, fine, he's back. Don't worry, it's okay. No, he's good. He just kind of kind of has a bruise on his uh his upper yeah. rib. You know, no big deal. Or the same thing. It's like <laughs> you even this isn't necessarily with war or killing people. Off. You have this and even even Megalobox did this recently. Which is kind of this is one of the annoying things to create suspense in which kind of Joe goes down in the, in the fight in a ring, and then you have this like countdown. This is at the end of the episode, and they count all the way up till nine, like nine, <gasps> and then then the episode stops. It's like oh shit, he's gonna get up at the count of nine. Start next episode. They start to count it back from two again. It's like okay, and they, then they get to seven, <laughs> and then he gets up, and it's like really, <laughs> like fuck Wait, off. Wait, what? Well, that's that's just not continuity. No, I know, but that, there's that's kind of, it goes in the same thing. Not continuity. You kill off a character, but then the next episode he's fine, or he comes back. He's like, no, actually, it's uh, it look like Phantom, for example. Phantom had that uh, Phantom Reckon for the Phantom. One of the characters they literally get fucking shot and fall into the ocean, only to make a reappearance again in the next episode because <laughs> I didn't actually get killed. I didn't actually get shot. I'm fine. It's like <laughs> it was the illusion. Oh, fuck Magic. off. <laughs> Plot magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, plot magic. You're trying to get a reaction out of fans that isn't even real. <laughs> yeah, I don't like plot magic. Anyways, shall we move on yep. from here and uh, we yep. shall get these questions going? We shall. Okay, then, so let's move on. Uh, the next question is: What's the deal with slice of life's popularity? And uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's just another trend, just like you know. Mecca was the big one back in like the 80s, 70s, 80s. It's mm-hmm. just just another trend, really. 
don't really have anything else to say there. <laughs> well, it's definitely the quality. Uh, I believe, yeah, I agree, Tori, that it's definitely a trend. Um, I also think the, uh, just coming off the last question, the, the fandom of today uh, wants something that mimics real life, but more uh, in a more relaxing way, or maybe experience something in life that uh, maybe is out of the realm of what their normal life is. That's why you see a lot of rom-coms uh, more and more, at least oh, a couple wow. of seasons, that's for sure. <laughs> wow. I mean, like, what? I mean, everybody, everybody wants to be in love. Yeah, no, but it's not, it's know, not even like, just that. Something that is out of the realm, wrong of reality. Like, wow. yeah, wrong uh, <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> that's uh, fucking shots fired, JD. God. <laughs> uh, no, but like, I mean, it's not even just that. It's like one of the things that, and I feel like my uh, having this, uh, like, this definitely appeals to me a lot as well. And that is the, uh, the like, um, coming of age stories and whatnot, which is. Very popular because I know, like, especially with you know the youth of today and what whatnot. There's a lot of people that have a, have questions about like, what am I gonna do with my life? So it's you know, so I can definitely see there's a lot of that that going on as well with the fans. They're like, this is an anime. So I can relate to this because this is an anime about a boy or a young boy or a young girl who's trying to figure out you know what to do with their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I. I... Out of the realm, I, I was. It was just the first thing that pops into my mind. <laughs> just to be clear, <laughs> out of the realm of possibility, you will never fall in love, and no one will ever love but, you. But 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 like, God, I don't. How do I? How do I save myself from that one? <laughs> I think it's more relatable, and also, I guess, how the Japanese society is nowadays. You know, people like. <laughs> People don't want to go out, people don't want to socialize and things like that. So it's kind of not only a trend, but also a two-edged knife where at one side, they, you're kind of nurturing this feeling of, hey, life is great. You should mm-hmm. go out and do stuff and fall in love with rom-coms. And, you know, uh, if, if art mimics life, there's something out there for you. So you should go out and you know have those stories, have your own story. But for on the other side, the 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 other edge of the blade is you are feeding uh the lack of social socialization of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So maybe slice of life is also uh popular because of that. You know, the person don't need to go out to have good stories about on society, on a society. Well, to, to just go further on that, uh, Japanese society right now is, let's face it, at a romantic low, to put it nicely. Oh, yeah. And and uh, even with a lot of... And then you can compare it to uh, being in the West, you're a young teenager. You know, you, you of course you want romance and, and slice of life to uh, be this sense of adventure and and uh glory this this glorious outlook on what what i'll just keep with the uh keep with the topic of romance uh of it being you know you you uh, you have this nice little moment with a with a with a uh, a classmate and you 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 want it to be that easy 
You know, when's my moment going to happen? And you, you get that in these kinds of animes. But in reality, it takes work. Yeah. It takes effort. You have to actually, you know, go out and, and work through problems. And, and so that's that's kind of where I, I wanted to take it. And yeah. uh, Hickey, you kind of opened my eyes to oh. what I wanted to say. So I appreciate I, that. I just want to dial it back on that. I just want People to dial it back to that little bit. at least 50 bucks. <laughs> uh, I, but I You'll get to, your money in the mail. Don't worry. <laughs> but I just want to dial it back on that a little bit because like, I feel like some of this kind of get into the whole, like, oh, uh, you know, like the same argument that, like, uh, violent video games fuels violent tendencies kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of that kind that theory of players. Like, because it's not exactly like this is a unique Japanese, uh, unique Japanese thing. It's not like, oh... Well, because somebody get to see, you know, them having an experience, they don't want to go out and have, or somebody in a medium go out and have this experience, they don't need to go out and get have that themselves. It's not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna completely deny, but it's like you at the same time have uh, need to remember, like especially when it comes to Japan, uh, you need to take into consideration all the other things, such as the strict rules they have between, you know, uh, relationships between different sexes and how everything in Japan is about work and how everything else should be pushed. You can do that later, later, which you also see touched in a lot of different anime where it's like every time there's something that relates to romance or hanging out with friends or something, it's the same thing. You have the teacher go, you can do that later. This is an important time in your life. You're studying for college, for entrance exams. You're studying for entrance exam to college. You're studying to get, you're trying to get good grades so you can get a good job. You're working your way up through uh, through the system at your job, trying to, you know, gain a higher position. Uh, position. Get paid more. Do this. Do that. You can have all the other things later. So it's like, when it comes to Japan, there's a lot of factors that fuels this, and it's like it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that, Tori. I'm actually going through the end of the uh, Great Teacher Onizuka manga, GTO, yeah. and um, that's like a major theme of the like the second half of that manga. Something the anime didn't go get into really. Yeah, is a lot of the a lot of the teachers and adults, uh, parents are are always talking to their kids you know being like exactly that exact point yeah um you know you're you're in school you need to, you need to care about this right now so you can do that later yeah and the whole idea of what onizuka brings to the table is no this is an important time in your life to you know friends are are important romance is important you got to learn you know these things in life early otherwise they what you won't know what to do with it later kind of thing i and and that's what made like that anime so popular but like it's it's one of the most popular anime in japan ever yeah yeah for a reason i know we yeah yeah and that's kind of like that's kind of point because again i wanted to seem like oh slice uh it's kind of uh it's like when I see these documentaries, you see them popping up every once in a while. It's like, oh, uh, Japan has a lot of arrogance, and that's the that's the, or like uh, dating sims and whatnot, and that's the reason why <laughs> nobody goes out to get a girlfriend. It's like, well, I think that I think that is a I don't think that is I don't think that is the full story. I think that is one part of a larger problem. <laughs> Are you trying to tell Hickey something, Tori? Yes, I'm trying to tell him they should go out and get a girlfriend. So should I. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I know, but like, also it's less of life. One thing that I just thought is, internationally, why is less yeah. of life is so popular? Yeah, you know, and in in my opinion, like what I thought is, it, because it is interesting. 
It is. Mm-hmm. It is interesting to to a foreigner to look at another like another culture. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the weebos that the, the Japanese want to be. I'm talking about normal people. I speak uh, Nihongo des. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Uh, I think is, you broke Hickey a little bit there, Tori. Yeah, I hope it so. It, it is interesting. It is interesting. Uh, and one thing I can relate to is like on the 18th century in Brazilian literature, there was one movement that was basically a bunch of people writing about the life in the countryside. And it was very popular. Like either living in the countryside or living in the nature. Uh, so like, it was very interesting because most of people who were uh, reading the books, they lived in the city. And so they had those fantasies about going to the countryside, living with the nature, and that made those books very popular. I think nowadays, uh, especially like as we said before, anime is becoming more and more popular. Mm. Having this vision, like this almost romantic vision of a Japanese society is very reassuring to someone who enjoys anime and never went to Japan or have plans of going to Japan or just like the culture. That's why I think it's kind of, it is kind of the same movement Mm. and that's why it's so popular as well outside of Japan. Yeah. Alright then. So, you want to move on to the next question? Sure. I think so. Yep. I feel like this question is incredibly important. Just, you know, because let's just throw all this we've been talking about away for a little bit and ask the real important question, which is, would you rather a reverse mermaid or a vertimaid? Reverse, easy. The vertimaid just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It is It is just a question about uh, how much self-harm you're going to do to yourself. And yeah. you think the reverse mermaid is... Although it will be scarred for life psychologically, I would better like be a smooth entrance than the, than the other yep. one. <laughs> yeah, nah, the vertimate is just there's all kinds of fucky shit going on down there at that point, and it's just like, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm not down. I, I, like I said, I'd rather put the uh, black trash bag over over the fish head and get it over with. <laughs> Get no, that, you need get that hefty no. bag. Get that hefty bag on top and the Milky Way wrapper down below. Let's go. No, I mean, it's not no, going to be no. much you better to because it's going to fucking flop around in there. <laughs> yeah, it's going to flapping. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, why don't some of you take these? No, Tori, you keep taking it away. I quite like this. Fine. I can kind of chill fine. and relax here. Have a have a good little Saturday afternoon. <laughs> of course, you want to relax. Uh. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, we got some uh, the problems and shit. Yep, we got some mail from uh, Manuel, <laughs> and uh, he asked all of us a couple of questions. And uh, first, there are a couple from for me, uh, which uh, he asked, "What is my first favorite anime?" And uh, I've I'm sorry, it's, I've watched over seven hundred anime. I don't remember what the first one is. I know it's like shows like Higurashi, Fate Zero. That was Mirai Nikki. They are very early. On. Yes, I like. <laughs> I was say, like Mirai Nikki was one of my immediately with you. Mirai Nikki was one of my first favorites. Yes, I know. I'm uh, so glad you said it. I didn't have to <laughs> to call I, you all. 
I, I, it's like, Tori, come on, just admit it, it's fine. Hey, it's <laughs> on my list with a 10, I haven't changed it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyways, so that, that happened, yeah, but if you were asking, like, specifically my first, like, my first favorite, I just, I don't remember. You hear this guy, Hickey? I think he's just trying to beat around the bush the fact that Future Diaries is best. Well, <laughs> it is the best, but it's Probably. not the first. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, it was probably some some stuff you you watched when you were you were a kid, way well, yeah, before you, you knew what <laughs> Japanese animation <laughs> or anime was. I mean, in theory, yes, but you know, I I can't I don't remember. I didn't have that. Uh, I didn't really look at favorites or whatnot. Just, oh, I like this back then. So just say Sailor Moon. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. let's let's move on. The next one he asked is also for me, and that is, uh, what's the first anime I hate and why? And uh, the first anime I hate is also the first anime I dropped, and I, this one I do remember. That's a little uh, nice little show called the Rio Rainbow Gate. And uh, <laughs> for those that don't know what Rio Rainbow Gate is, it's uh, not worth your time first of all, first and foremost. But um, what it uh, what it's about? It's about this goddess of luck or I say goddess she's, she is uh, like a she works at a casino the most popular casino because whenever she shows up everyone wins she has the ultimate good luck and everyone yeah everyone just wins when she's there so her casino is incredibly popular even though you know it would be incredibly unprofitable to have her work there but whatever <laughs> uh, so yeah and ultimately she just People start there coming to try to take her for her own for uh, for themselves because she's fucking smoking hot and yes she is smoking hot uh, and just all the female staff there because they're all smoking hot so she challenges them to like some sort like of you like it more than hate it no I, I think because you just I wanted said... an excuse to talk about real Rainbow Gate yeah always um, are you Manuel I am Manuel. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, but like, what it's essentially what it boils down to is, is her playing like some sort of like Yu-Gi-Oh style poker game with these people, and then she wins because you know she's the ultimate lady luck, and she can't lose. <laughs> so it's like, okay, what is the reason? Just simply, she, what is the reason? Tr- she is trying not to not to be fucking captured and become this fucking old, dirty old pervert sex slave. I don't know. Rio <laughs> Rainbow Gate came out in 2011. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I think that is on my plane to watch list. I'm oh my sure. god! Let me it's know when you're. It's an show. Yeah, it's an edgy <laughs> show. Let me know when you watch it, Eki. I want I want to watch that again at some point just because I want to see. It's got it. a 5.97 <laughs> mouse score. I want to see if it's as bad as I remember it, <laughs> because remember. I watched this back at a time when everything I watched was good in my head. So, you know, the fact that I didn't like it back then makes me wonder what I'm going to feel about it now. <laughs> <laughs> it just well, it's worse than uh, Maho Shoujo Ore, according to Mal. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but uh, not by much. <laughs> and it's better than Cutie Honey Universe. Uh, not by much. Ugh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right, Hickey, you got some questions. You got a couple. Yeah, the same questions. Manuel asked asked me the same questions he he asked for Tori, and one more. So okay, my first favorite anime. 
I guess like I'll, just like a lot of people in Latin America my favorite anime was Senseiya there's no way Senseiya's way too damn cool and sometimes it gets you confused with the gender of the cast but anyway I don't know I, I enjoyed it and I guess I watched it when I was a kid and it was there was some very traumatic stuff that <laughs> let me stay awake at night I couldn't sleep yeah there was a, there was a uh, there was a there was a day on discord where we were talking about Saint Seiya um, and <laughs> you were you were informing me of some some I didn't realize how gay the show was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I honestly thought that Shun was, was a woman when I started watching it. <laughs> I was seven years old. Come on. I was like, why why there's a man like voicing a woman that doesn't make a lot of... Oh. Ah. I see. It's the 70 hairs. <laughs> like... It's, pre- it's, it's pretty Fujoshi, for sure. <laughs> but like, there's... I remember when I was a kid... Uh, I didn't watch the first episodes. I, I caught it. It was like going, like it was broadcasting on television for like the third time. And they call like, it was episode five, I think. No, it's one of the early episodes where uh, Seiya has this vision about Athena, die, like this mummified, because she died mm-hmm. alone and was like brought in a way. That, that thing traumatized me. I couldn't sleep and I couldn't stop thinking of why that happened to her so i kept watching it and watching it and watching it and it was very fun and had a lot of blood sometimes <laughs> so I, I really really enjoyed the show so it was my favorite my favorite my first favorite uh then it became uh ergo proxy and i don't think it's gonna oh yeah and we I, discussed I, that i believe on the very first episode yes i don't think yeah any anime will take Ergo Proxy spa- uh, place in my heart. Ergo Proxy has a shit lot of problems, but I still enjoyed so much the show that it's number one. And I think it's very hard to another anime to surpass Ergo Proxy, in my opinion. The other one is the first anime I hated. And why? Well, hate is a very strong word. And I don't really sure. like watching it, especially because I watch everything. And frankly, I don't think there's anything I hate. But I can talk about the first anime I dropped. And I, the first anime I dropped, it was after almost 10 years watching anime. Oh, wow. And it was Avenger. Avenger? I'm not Avenger. familiar with that one. It is bad. It is something. something's going on on Mars and there's some colonies and... The main character wants to kill some guy because of some reason, but she doesn't speak that much. So usually she's just grunting. And that is basically it. As people go call her the Avenger and she complies with <clears throat> every single time. I watched like four episodes of that and I couldn't take it anymore. It's the only anime drop that I made like I that I, I scored. I I wanted to score that show because I thought it was very bad. The only show I dropped and I scored is Avenger because it is is absolutely bad. The story it is very linear. Uh, the characters are not likable, and you simply don't give a shit about what is going on the screen. I couldn't take it anymore. I dropped 
It's not that I hated the show. It's just like I couldn't watch that thing. Now, a show that I really hated, I'm not going to say the name because I, I, I said to Tori I wouldn't comment on that anime again. Uh, <laughs> and the other one is, why did I decide to become a lawyer when I like anime? Mm-hmm. And I like I was thinking about the question. And I think what he tried to say is, when people like anime, they usually gravitates towards science and arts. So why? I'd say compute. I'd say closer to probably uh, some type of computer degree. Yeah, I would say science in sorry, in all. I don't like, know that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alexa, I'm sorry. Alexa, you like? I don't know what a computer is. You are a computer. I'm not a computer. What are you talking about? Uh, anyway, and I yeah. guess there's there's like two answers to this question. The first one is the short one, which is I really suck at mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I am bad at mathematics. Uh, and to the art part is my father thought that my, my father thinks art arts are a waste of time so he wouldn't let me do anything <laughs> art related. I mean that's fair enough that's fair enough I suppose there's a good reason for that that's for sure <laughs> yeah so like I I never learned how to play an instrument or, or sing or dance or anything so uh, the other one is during when I was very young, I, I, I had a question in my head, and it was why the world works the way it works. Uh, what legitimates someone to do something against me or for me, or what legitimates me to do something, or to, uh, like what legitimates me to be me in this society? And I was like ten years old, so I was a weird child. Don't mind that. And that grew on me and grew on me and grew on me. And I start realizing that that was the thing I wanted to devote my life studying. I want to study the society and how it works. So my best bet to understand that was doing law, was going to law school. Because law, uh, the, society's, the society molds the law, but law also molds society. Sure, sure. It's uh makes sense to me. I think it's Ibi Societas Zubi Yuris and Ibi Yuris Zubi Societas, something like that. It's Latin. And so I was like, I want to study that. And I was very young. Or you hear this to... guy, he's speaking Latin on an anime podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. Now we just I... need to get, now we just need to get the, uh, oh shit, what was that hentai called? Black Butler? No. What am I thinking of? Black I don't know. Butler is not a hentai. <laughs> no, it isn't. What's what's the hentai one? I don't know what you're talking you about. Me. Ah, the only thing you give me is Bible? Black Butler, and all I can think of is Ambition. Black Bible, Bible, Bible Black, Black, Bible Black, Bible, Bible Black. Black. That was the one. That's the one. Do you do we want to make Bible Black? <laughs> I mean, I I don't I, want to make Bible black with you, Hickey. That wasn't the joke. Well, I mean, oh, I, you I, know I, more I about was, Bible I black. Just about, don't they speak Latin in Bible just, black? I was just about to say, well, I don't mind, but you just <laughs> shut me down immediately. So, okay, fine. I mean, we can do Bible black. That'll no. be a funny hentai episode. Ah, man, I'm good. 
<laughs> you don't have to be there, Toru. Me and Hickey can get down and dirty with the Bible Black. Nah, man, you're yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, coming back. So I decided I, I wanted to do law because of that. Also because I was very good at grammar, literature, history, so, uh, sociology, and philosophy. So like, oh, I'm going to just All cruise. the things that I'm bad at <laughs> were yeah. completely opposite in that sense. I was like, well, I'm just going to cruise in law school. And sure, surely I did. But that is not the point. Uh, then basically I decided to do law because I, I really wanted to study society. And my plan was to become an academic, not a lawyer. Uh, be, like, Go to law school, get my degree, get my master's degree, my doctorate degree, and either write about law, write about society, and you know give classes. But when, uh, after I started law school, I, I kind of discovered that being a lawyer is awesome <laughs> and it is really fun and that, that is something I really want to do. But also another point that I forgot to mention is that when I was younger, my second, mm-hmm. my second option to high school, to high school, to college was actually physics. So, you know, I'm not too far off. I would either be a lawyer or a physician. And I decided <laughs> to be a lawyer. Yeah, I knew a little bunch of people that did uh, physics in college, and um, not many of them stick with it. <laughs> oh, it is hard. Weird. It is hard as you can get. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the mathematics so kind of uh, made gonna, me go towards law. Definitely going to cut you off here and, and just move yeah, on to the worry. last question. Um, for the weebs, will he, will you ever do Code Geass? Uh, I assume he's he's meaning uh, a retro review. Uh, Code Geass is not retro yet. Uh, it won't be 15 years old for another three and a half years. Um, maybe if we're still doing the podcast during that time. Probably so not that's though. The sh- that, that's the short. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> that's though. the we'll, short answer. We'll have a lot of other things to cover still. I assume so. If we're still doing so. <laughs> But we have, maybe, yeah, maybe we have some be, future plans. Well. You have some future plans of expansion, and maybe Code Gears <laughs> can get in in that plan. Yeah, oh, no. but this... it's still three and a half years away based on our current rules. So yeah. who knows? Uh, but all right, we got a uh, couple other segments coming up. Um, the main one, maybe a lot of people are here for, uh, if you're a seasonal watcher, is the spring 2018 anime midseason roundup. So, let's uh, let's get into that here. What do you say, guys? Sure, sure. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. <laughs> no, not sense. Yeah, sure. Doesn't make a lot of sense you ask me because I'm not watching anything. Hey, have you ever watched an episode of anime and been confused about what the hell happened? Honestly, that sounds like every anime I have ever watched. Well, guess what? At the Nerdum and Other Nonsense Anime Podcast, we have a patented process for deciphering the current hit anime week to week, so even you can understand it. That's right. We climb into an anime's cockpit, attach handles to its ass, insert ourselves doggy style, and gently explore its inner workings until completion. Uh, well, guys, this ad just got really weird, so... There's plenty more innuendo where that came from on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube at Nerdum and Other Nonsense. Come check us out. You know you want to, darling. Are you here because you're following the will of others? Or are you here on your own will? Well... 
we got we got six anime to cover here. Um, and instead of in and Hickey, just just for the sake that you don't uh, you don't get bored. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically, Tori and I came to a consensus on what the six shows we want to talk about are. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And Tori, why don't you why don't you take away the first one? Okay, uh, the first one is uh, obviously My Hero Academia season three because My Hero Academia is back and uh, it is still being incredibly awesome, uh, stronger than ever. I would say. I'll I'll get back to you on that. I because I fucking really like the second season, but it started off incredibly strong uh, with them going to the uh, the training camp and just mm-hmm. it's like they go to training camp and I'm like oh okay we're entering training arc like tra- another training arc but then it's just like immediately like fucking the villains attack and it's just like oh god yes these are all the people that I've been waiting to see <laughs> yeah well the first episode was a recap the second episode was let's go to camp yeah then I think what was it halfway through the third it was they were just kind of like oh okay we're at camp and then then everything went down and since then it's been going 110 percent full steam ahead get on that hype train because we're not stopping anytime soon mentality and that's it's not shown in trash it's just awesome shonen right now awesome shonen yeah trash. it's the, it's gonna be definitely the best part of the manga. In this season, really well. I'm. I didn't. I don't read the manga like a lot of people. Uh, but I've. I've really enjoyed what I. What I've seen. Uh, the. The. The group of villains that were introduced at the end of uh, season two, like the. 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 The League of Villains were starting up. Mm. Um, a bunch of them have invaded the camp, and uh, for whatever reason, there they have uh, a couple goals. And there's just been some pretty cool fights, lots of mayhem, uh, seeing the kids, like, it's it's basically seeing the kids learn to be heroes on the spot. And it's not just, what is it, Class A? It's also uh, uh, another class involved as well. As well. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I like that. It brings brings new elements, brings new villains, uh, which is always fun. Well, it's not even just, like, it's not even learning that much. Well, I mean, uh, Midoriya had kind of a, well, it wasn't even for him, that was for the kid. But it's not even so much about a, like, learning to be heroes in this situation. This is, like, just straight up, like, uh, we gotta fight to survive. Because this is not a suicide run. Because, I mean, if you, from, as you know, from the last episode, the last couple episodes, they're not, they're not mm-hmm. there simply to either die or kill them. They are, they have a goal. There's a reason why they showed up. But, um, like, this is very much a case of just, like, we are here to accomplish our goals and, Kill as many of you as we can while we're here. And this is like... This is pre-planned, like, everything. They've... It's total chaos. It is... Ridiculously entertaining to watch. And just... I love it. it. It's as simple as that. Like, this is... This is a lot of why I... What I enjoy about My Hero Academia. And it's just, like I said, a lot of cool villains show up. The most recent episode, uh... Toga showed up, which I know in our community, like in our Discord, there's a lot of people that are that like her and uh, are rooting for her. So seeing her for the first time was, I mean, more than well, it's not the first time, but actually seeing what was something of what she's about for the first time, interesting. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to see more of her in the future. Yeah, my hero academia is nothing short of fan service for both the fan service and waifu and husbandu. Uh, bait for a lot of lot of characters. That's for sure. <laughs> I want to say nothing about that. But all right. <laughs> mm. 
Mm, yeah, mm. not a good, not a good. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. it's a, it's a it's a must watch weekly uh, for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm watching I'm watching the simul dub on Funimation Ugh. and I look back. Ugh. Don't give me don't Ugh. give me your elitist nonsense. Come on. Oh, dubs. <laughs> oh, oh, god, no. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, so the the yeah, r- real simple uh, roundup there. Um, the next anime is Lupin Part Five. Uh, the first six episodes. Um, before Tori, we we get into one through five. Episode six, it was a horrendous piece of trash. Yeah, yeah. It it seemingly was put there as I don't know. I was informed it might have been like an, an anniversary type episode. Uh, it had it had it had to do with Lupin like becoming stupid to open a safe that required zero brain power, but he's the smartest man on the planet allegedly um it was it was a slapstick comedy episode really different from the first five yeah. uh really out of place i absolutely hated mm. it i was just like i i thought about just turning it off and moving on to next week yeah i nah. ended up doing other shit the half the time it's it was a terrible episode like the problem not even it's not even just that because like Lupin doing dumb shit like this, that is not out of the realm. This isn't the first time they've decided to just go fucking wacky uh, wacky with a uh, with an episode. They've done this they've done this type of shit before. But it's always felt like some sort of purpose. And at least the characters have stayed true to who they are. This episode, no one stayed true to who they are. Lupin wasn't Lupin, Fujiko wasn't being Fujiko, Jigen wasn't Jigen. Again, Goemon wasn't Goemon. It's like Who are these people? Why are you wearing Luke? Yeah, Why are you wearing the clothes like of the, the Lupin cast? <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. But the the first five episodes was uh, basically Lupin uh, gets a girl gets gets a new girl the season. Uh, if you listen to our impressions, um, first three episodes we we went into that the the how it wrap. I, I just want to go into how it wrapped up. Uh, Tori, what it, how did you think it wrapped up? Because I I thought it wrapped up quite well. I liked the I liked how it was uh, uh, concluded. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it nailed everything it needed to. The comedy was there. Lupin was a badass. Uh, the girl came into her own. Uh, she felt like a character that evolved with the story. I, I I liked it over. I liked it overall. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, like obviously the pull of Lupin of uh, this like first story arc of Lupin, which isn't something Lupin does very often. They don't tend to do story arcs. They usually just episodic stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, what? What they decided to do here was kind of like they would wanted a mini story arc and just kind of introduce Lupin to the uh, not to the twenty first century, but like to to modern day to modern day, which is you know smartphones, tablets, live streaming, death games, you know everything we have today. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, it's kind of just like it was it was an interesting take on on the whole Lupin thing, right? Because Lupin is a Lupin is a master thief and he can get away from everything and no problem. But like, like I said, what, what, what then? When everyone's the police, right? Everyone's, everyone knows who he is, so everyone's just filming him and keeping track of his position at any time, giving posting it because of the Lupin game that's going on, and just it was interesting. And uh, yeah, I, qu- I quite liked uh, Lupin versus social media and technology. Yeah, it was it was definitely something I can't remember seeing ever before. No, I know. I fucking love when he creates his own Twitter account when he's just sick at everyone everyone posting about where he is all the time so his way to combat it is <laughs> he creates his own so uh, like Twitter account and just starts posting his own picture uh, pictures online. He's got like 11 million million followers and whatnot and it's just like well how do you defeat this game where everyone's interested in catching you? 
Simple. Don't make it ruin the game. Always give away your position and people are eventually just going to grow tired because... Eh, what's the point? We know where he is anyways. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. Well, I can wait and to Tor, watch. You've been, you've been watching... You got... Hecky, you wanted to say something? No, I just can't wait to watch it when I'm done. I'm almost yeah, done. It's pretty hype. Uh, it's pretty hype. Mm. Uh, Tori, you've been watching a seemingly pretty popular anime. I see a lot of uh, a lot of followers on Twitter yeah. uh, talking about this show. Um, it's is it slice of life? I feel like it's slice of life. It feels I, like it I call it rom com category. I call it a rom com more than a slice of life. Rom com. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh. Like obviously we're talking about the uh, Tadakun never falls in love, and um. Uh. Like the thing with this and. I know why it's popular. Uh, it gives a lot of uh, similar vibes as uh, another uh, show, uh, Gekkan Shoujo no Saki-kun, or Monthly Girls no Saki-kun, from a couple seasons past. And, I've uh, heard that before. Yeah, that's, I've heard that about it. That is a very good, like, and that was a very good uh, rom-com. Uh, Tadakun Never Falls in Love. It's similar in certain aspects, but I feel like the comedy is a bit weaker in this one. As well as, there are certain aspects of it that just kind of feels like it, it's an anime with tropes that doesn't uh, that doesn't belong to quite this era. Like, mm-hmm. like, we've got, like po- I'm talking like, pre- so, uh, we have a certain like pre-2010 tropes that are pretty much died out that have made a return in this one. It's kind of like, it's kind of an ode to these like, slightly older rom-com tropes. So it's like, I like it. It's, it's fun. But there are a lot of the common comedy that's kind of like, yeah, this comedy's a bit dated at this point. <laughs> so is it meeting your standard, or is it just okay? I'd say so far it's just okay. Like, uh, okay. if you would have asked me after the first three episodes, I would have said, yeah, no, actually, I like this. This is good. And then the, the, the like three episodes after that, it's kind of just been like, meh. Like, it's, there you see a lot of these, like, typical, like, I mean, this isn't dead yet, but like the oblivious male character, but this time it's not. Well, it's the also the main the main character. We have another guy as well who's crushing mm-hmm. over this model chick. And spoiler, so it just he's so in the just same kind of like it's going. So the, does the show feel like it's dragging at all, or it's just kind of going about its business? It's just going about by episode. It's just going about its business. It's not really dragging. Okay. So it's just okay. All yeah. right, all right, fair enough. Fair introduced enough. a introduced a romantic rival in this. Like uh, last episode as well, and you know, as per typical rom com, he is the perf he is the perfect prince, as in he is literally a prince. <laughs> Wait, is he? No. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes, he is literally oh. a prince. No, it makes I mean... sen- it makes sense because of the Luxembourg chick. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's what I. Uh, is he the, like a prince of Luxembourg? <laughs> He is a he is a prince of Luxembourg, yes, and uh well, where's the princess of Liechtenstein? What do you think? No. He's he's in South oh, Korea God. somewhere. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, but like, like it's fine. It's fun. It's Getting fun to watch. Here. It's fun to watch, but you know, <laughs> meh. Nothing. Meh. Nothing is. All right. Uh, well, speaking of meh, uh, God. Major second. Uh, not to be confused with major second season. This is um, now focusing on the son of the main character from the series Major. Uh, you don't need to watch any of Major to jump into this one. 
that is my personal take on it. Um, I'm sure anime fans today will disagree, but hey. Uh, so we, we focus on Daigo, Goro's son, who's, uh, well... He's not a very likable character, at least right at this point. He's slowly growing into his own, but at he because his dad's a professional baseball player or ex-professional in the ma- in the major leagues in in America, uh, you know he grows up idolizing his dad, wants to play baseball. Uh, turns out he sucks. He has a high knowledge of the game, uh, more so than any other elementary school kid, that's for sure. Uh, but he's got a weak arm. He, uh, he's devastated that he, you know, because there's this high expectation. A lot of the, 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 the kids on the, uh, T-ball team, or not, well, they don't do T-ball in, um, Japan, it seems. But, uh, a lot of kids on, on the elementary school team kind of make fun of him. They're like, oh, because they expected big things out of him. He's just devastated. Can't handle, uh, his ego being hurt the way it did. And, and he goes, he quits the team and goes on to become just this, bitter kid about baseball he still clearly loves it but he want he he can't like he doesn't have the heart to play so in in like a mindset sense you know you can kind of understand but he's such a, a brat all the time you know the mom the mom and sister try to cheer him up and he's just like i can't fucking do this uh throw like his there there's then there's so many other things in the show going on that just kind of irk you uh, or at least me, um, whether you're a baseball fan, there's plenty of things to get irritated with that. Uh, it, it goes into perfect anime territory where uh, Goro, in the first episode, it's him leaving to Taiwan because, you know, why would you bring your family with you to where you're going to live? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just stay behind and he leaves his two kids and wife behind in Japan. And the, it kind of shows that he left him behind in Japan when he was in the majors. So he's like not even a dad. It's, it, it, rem- it reminds me a lot of Boruto in a lot of, a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Crappy child, uh, bad parents. Cra- crappy bratty child with like a dad. That's not even in the picture. Uh, just to touch on some of the baseball things that don't make sense. Um, so Daigo wants to be a pitcher because his dad was a pitcher. Fair enough. Uh, he's told he has a weak arm. Uh, why can't with his high baseball knowledge he could easily be an infielder and play second base or first base or something that doesn't require a strong arm? Easy solutions never comes up, right? He just straight up quits just to sh- just to really bring the character down. Uh, I don't agree with that at all. Um, it's it's it was clearly to set up the the second character that's come in uh, Toshia's son um, the the one of Goro's uh, teammates who was a professional catcher in the majors uh, this kid apparently has never played baseball in his life even though he lived in America <laughs> and he's the son of a professional baseball player so more things that don't make sense they try to they try to address that saying he could have played all these other sports but the fact he doesn't know even the most basic rules of baseball can't buy it he wants to learn how to be a pitcher and he's like well i need someone to catch for me well your fucking dad was an ex-professional baseball player as a catcher so there's just so many things that irk me as not only a baseball fan but an anime fan of of the the way it's being written especially since uh major itself was a 
a fairly decent written story. It had good characters. You love the characters. You're you were invested with them. Uh, right at this point, Major Second, I can't re- recommend it. Now, if you look at it as kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon show, maybe the sh- the the last couple episodes at this mid season are getting better for sure because now we have a purpose and goal in mind. But the show's the show isn't meeting any of my standards that I was hoping for going into it. So I know I know you guys don't uh, like sports and you probably aren't into the sport ball of baseball. But, uh, excuse you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you like sports anime, Tori, but do, I, ex- do you not excuse do you me? like baseball? Do you like baseball? I don't watch baseball, but that's not what you said. You said oh, don't like sports. Says when? No, what well, <laughs> sport? No, baseball in particular. Since I'm talking about a baseball anime, yeah, but you said sports. I made the joke sport ball. <laughs> yeah, but you said sports. That's not. I don't know. I like football. I know we man. all like soccer football. slash the football. Hence, why Captain Subasa will be. A podcast love for sure. <laughs> well, don't be so sure about that. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on! It's Captain Subasa. <laughs> Captain Subasa, Tori, don't, 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 don't hurt on it. it don't mean nothing. <laughs> All right, but yeah, Major, Major the Second's incredibly disappointing for me personally. All right then. So yeah, so moving on then, since uh, you know, in a true podcast fashion, since we are a professional podcast, obviously. Talking professionally Obviously. about uh, talking professionally about the Chinese cartoons, I decided why don't we talk about a Chinese cartoon? <laughs> and I'm down. Uh, <laughs> I'm down for something I'm not watching. I- I'm actually very curious about what you got to say about this. Yeah, the uh, Chinese cartoon that I'm, I'm talking about is called uh, Creatures Family Days or whatever it's called in Chinese. I don't remember and I don't care to look it up. Uh, I couldn't pronounce it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so in That's order the spirit. So in order to not offend all our Chinese listeners, I know you're not out there. <laughs> and uh yeah. yeah. Creatures Family Days is just kind of a it's like a fifteen minute uh fifteen minute Chinese animation. It's it looks fine. A bit poor What's at times. About? A bit poor at times. Well, here's the interesting thing, right? Um it's about a kid that um or a family. Uh, with the youngest kid, he is a genius. A like just he learns everything. They his family hired uh, private teachers and whatnot to teach him, but they none, no one could teach him anything because he is just so smart and he learns by himself. So when the teachers show up, he's already learned whatever the fuck they want to teach him. So no one can teach him anything. He's got a, a couple brothers and sisters, and they are dumb. So since his parents are scientists, what they've done with them is. They've decided that they they can use them in different ways. So they are their experiments. And uh, mm-hmm. they have basically turned them into monster girls or guys. So you have like a... Oh one, the brother, he is he has become a dog. He can like morph between being a human and being a dog. One of his sisters is a spider. She has like the spider leg sticking out of her back. One other right. sister is, uh, is a plant. Which she can sort of hide. Uh, she needs... Uh, she doesn't need food. All she needs is sunlight and water. She's good. And uh, then you got the uh, another sister who is not at all a monster girl or any sort of animal or whatnot. She just can she can read minds. Um, I don't know how they managed to do that, but whatever. That's kind of her thing. <laughs> so it's uh, it's mostly just you know it's, it's called, uh, titled Creatures Family Days. So what happened is one day. 
the police showed up as, at uh, their door and they were like, uh, you guys are abusing your family. So uh, your, your parents are being taken oh, away. Geez. They're being jailed. Because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is illegal. Human experimentation is illegal. And uh, oh come on, a little, a little, a little needle poking never hurt anybody, right? Well, I don't know, but anyways, they get arrested, and you know, since it's a China, they just I'm sure they, they just, even shared needles because it's a family, they, right? They probably did, but since this is China, you know, they kind of just <laughs> they kind of just say we're going to take your parents away and arrest them, and you guys have fun making it on your own, even though you're kids, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Well, maybe they shouldn't have had such shitty parents. I know, right? So yeah, it's basically it's the youngest. It's the youngest <laughs> brother, the genius. It's kind of his job to raise, the, not raise the family, but like he needs to he needs to live with them, and he's kind of trying to figure out ways in which they can integrate with society. Because obviously, everyone knows them, so every time they go out, people are like, "Oh, there's the disgusting animals, fucking freaks of nature." And there's there's a lot of this going on, which I like. It's very interesting. The problem mm-hmm. being that it doesn't focus on this. Instead, it likes to focus on things like, I met this cute girl today at the mall, at the uh, shopping mall close, or the convenience store near my house. And uh, I got lost on the way back. Because even, the, even though I am literally a genius, unrivaled by anyone in the world... Like, uh, I talked to Joe about this, and he says... No, no, never mind, it was Hickey. Hickey's yes. theory was that this guy is probably autistic... And, uh, I mean, probably strong, strong case because he has absolutely no sense of direction and he is very, very weird, but I think he's too good with emotion and too good with other people to be autistic, but whatever. You have (laughs) degrees um, of autism. It it, it just just sounds like, sounds like it's a character built just to make tropes, trope story conflicts. Yeah, I mean that's that's not exactly uncommon this is Chinese animation. Uh but yeah, not like there I are interesting some common in anime. It isn't, but it's very it's a lot less common or uncommon in Chinese animation because they're mm. very much trying to be Japanese animation. But whatever. Well, yeah. Like uh it's it's got inter- it's interesting. I'm kind of looking at this as the uh, as the same as like another uh centaur oh, I forget what it's called. Centaur no Naomi or whatever. I don't remember. Right. It's something like that. But, uh, which was a anime for a couple, uh, for not too long back, which was kind of the same thing. It has some interesting, like, uh, political aspects and just stuff like that in background. It is, say, it's more psychological. And it's there, but it's so weak. And instead, it decides to focus on, in what, in my, in my opinion, I would consider not even, not necessarily unnecessary stuff, but, uh, it's, it's so, making like the interesting things are so little uh, so much less focused on that it kind of feels like what i think is would be the point of this show is not the point of the show and instead it's like i said i met a cute girl today and (laughs) we tried to eat at a restaurant but everyone stared at us so we left it's like well okay yeah no i i get it racism an allegory for racism, people. So, uh, would you recommend the show? As of where it is right now, no, not at all. Okay. No. I, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of had enough when in the last episode they went to meet one of uh, one of the main, uh, like the main character's uh, teachers, mm-hmm. our former teachers. She was uh, there to try to teach him, and it's like she accepts to meet the, or she says, "Yeah, sure, I'll meet, I'll meet you, I'll have a talk with you." And then he kind of explains the situation and how they need her help. Because, you know, they're kids. How the fuck are they going to make it on their own? 
And then she right. kind of just has a mental breakdown. It's just like, you, you destroyed me. You ruined my career because I couldn't teach you anything. And then she kind of just like, yeah, your fa- your parents experimented on your brothers and sisters and made them into uh, made them into animals. You've got, they can't just be them. They've got to have done something with you too. Yeah, you're a freak of nature that she just has this fucking PTSD breakdown. I'm saying that's like, interesting. <laughs> How cool. Why'd you accept to meet them again? <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you say yes and then take them with you, take them to a cafe, order food for them and whatnot, only to then all of a sudden fucking have this PTSD breakdown? Whatever. <laughs> well, like, compared so, yeah. to nah, the Chinese it. animations, how does it stand? Uh, considering the fact that I've only seen one, worse. Worse, okay. Yeah, because... That's disappointing. I've watched, like, Hitori no Shito, the outcast, and... Some, some other yeah, one. Yeah, I, I tried a couple others, but I wasn't into it. Usually, I just don't think the stories are quite there yet. Yeah, the story... Oh, the story's far from there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, shall we? Shall I move on to the last one we're going to cover? Yeah. All right. So this is Food Wars season four, or otherwise known as Food Wars: The Third Plate, uh, Second Core, or Food Wars twenty eighteen. Just pick a title of what suits you, I suppose. It's more Food uh, Wars. This, it's it. Well, it's it's more Food Wars. Uh, this is more or less going into Irena's. Uh, she she's the daughter of uh, much of the head family that runs the crazy food school. Miss Goldtong. And uh, this is kind of focusing on Irena's redemption story, which at the at the start of this core uh, seemed like it was going to go ahead in a in a, in a direction. Because let's face it, she's she's been a bitch since like day one. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, alright, alright, alright. Finally, may- maybe we'll understand, like, why she acts the way that she does. And, okay, we did learn that, but she hasn't done anything to bring, a, bring I, I, I feel, the viewership to her side. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the the organization that's taken over the school uh, by Irena's father, known as Central, has basically... Has basically um, they, they've set in motion... Uh, to screw over the rebels, the people that want to be against the system. So Soma and his crew, basically, uh, that he's a he's a master uh, in his time at school at this point. Uh, so there's a there's a couple trials uh, at the start, um, and before the trials uh, got started, Irena kind of busts into their heads like everything she knows. Uh, well done, um, typical food wars type stuff. Like why are you at a school? Shouldn't the teachers be teaching you these things, but the students always end up teaching themselves everything? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so just, like, suspend your disbelief there and just enjoy the ride kind of deal. But anyways, um, they over they overcome the odds and pass those trials. Where it got kicking was they all get on a train because they have to go to Hokkaido. Well, the train splits... And it's in a, the idea was to split all of them up to to so they face their trials individually against various elite ten members, and uh, they're all new elite ten members because they want the central handpicked them. And uh, Soma's first opponent is the uh, the the hot spicy dude, the guy who has all the spice uh, spice powers. Spice. So, yeah. Oh, he's hot and spicy. Let me tell you. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, I mean, 
I'm the show's so... still no shortage on fan service on both sides, that's for sure. Some hot hot boy butts, hot girl butts, Good. lots of boobies, that's lots the... of muscles being flexed. <laughs> that's like the fucking that's the fucking selling power of fucking food wars though. Food wars. Like you got a fucking you got a fucking doujinshi artist to make that manga. Of course <laughs> that's what they're going for. <laughs> yeah, I am very impressed on, uh, on how long they extended food wars. Yeah. Yeah, because if if a, the the second season was kind of a little all over the place, uh, yeah, it was bad. a lot of the fan a lot of the fandom dropped out for sure. Um, I thought it ended pretty well. The third the third season brought it back uh, for me in particular. Uh, the fourth the, this this kind of third third season part two or fourth season as as I'm calling it, it just makes it easier to keep up. Um, the pace just seems like a million miles an hour. I mean, they are literally on a train. <laughs> uh, making the story go by super quick. Uh, luckily, with this arc with the uh, with Soma facing the only dude that has really beaten him in the school so far, has slowed it down a, a bit with a couple episodes here. Uh, but those first like four episodes were were just we gotta we gotta get this going, guys. Come on, come on, wrap it up. We're on a train here. Next 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 mission. Next next plot. Next plot element. Come on. Uh, so my my hope. I am enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. It, it just seems a little quick uh, for my liking, even even for a shonen, uh, battle shonen. Even the what my hope is that uh, they they do slow down, um, maybe focus on some of the side characters uh, with Soma, maybe meeting them up, or, and they have like a like a flashback of why the how this person failed or or how this person passed what what have you i'm not i i haven't read the manga so i'm i'm not spoiled on anything um i hope i hope they go back to focus on focusing on arena so at least the fans and audience can can come to like her because i i feel like that that's kind of the point of what why they started the season uh, so it remains to be seen so that's the, those are my thoughts on it I think if you're, I think if you're it, you're still watching it. Food Wars at this point, you're you're going to continue watching it. So maybe you have the the similar mindset I do. Uh, I'd, I'd be curious to what you, the audience, uh, thinks about it. Uh, just contact me on Twitter at bowlingjd or or Red League Retrocast, and you know we can have a an exchange about it. So yeah, Food Wars lost me at second season. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not the only one. It lost a lot of people, but I, I feel if you're Still in it now. You're you're in it for the long haul. <laughs> Not even Nikumi could save that fucking show for me. Not even her. What about the hot spicy dudes? You know, this might come, come as a on, shock, sorry. but I'm not gay. You don't have to be gay to admire the masculine muscles and butts of Please. even Soma and company. I mean, come on. Please don't start this again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring you to my side of joking, Tori. Come on. No. I'm gonna make something. Your clothes are gonna explode, and you're just gonna be like, "JD, make more food for me." I... <laughs> I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna watch Bible Black with me and me and uh, me and Hickey. <laughs> sure, I would rather do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Food Wars lost me in the manga. It didn't even have had the the anime adaptation. 
and I stopped. <laughs> I read. Oh, really? I read like thirty chapters of the manga. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Damn. I mean, the pilot. I guess that would be the first season, wouldn't it? Thirty chapters. The pilot of maybe the pilot of Food Wars, where Soma doesn't know how to cook, seemed way better than the actual manga. I don't know. I just watched the baseball anime where the main character sucks at baseball, and I was not into that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's not. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, why don't we um, move on? To why we're all here in the first place. Go home. <laughs> You're already home. <laughs> now, it's time we start dealing with the business at hand. Hickey. Yes. <laughs> please. Inform us of this anime you chose. Yeah. What is it? Yes. When to come out? All, all, all the good stuff. Uh, finally, the point of this podcast. We're going to review today the anime, an anime called Saikano. Uh, the whole title is Saishu Heiki Kanojo, which translates to She, the Ultimate Weapon. Uh, not really, it kind of translates to the Ultimate Weapon Girlfriend, also known as the last <laughs> song on this little planet. Uh, it came out in 2002 by Studio Gonzo. It was on winter 2002. Ooh. Ooh. Is there a discrepancy in the force? What? No, it was no, summer 2002. It premiered summer 2002. Yeah. July 2nd. Yeah. Yep. So our summer, your winter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, well. I mean, <laughs> There's discrepancy in his in his idea of what there, summer and winter there's is. There's a discrepancy in the force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... South Epsphere. There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> is it is it safe to say at this point uh, in this retrocast that Studio Gonzo, you could flip a coin and that anime is either going to be good or bad? That's if, it's a, that's if it's a three-sided coin and two of the sides are bad, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have... I think they have a much... I think they have a higher miss, miss percentage than I have a hit percentage. So, you know... No, no, I'll have me. to take a better look at the the list of things Gons have fucked up. Uh, I'll say. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a it's right. adaptation of a manga of the same name of same name. Uh, so basically, the story goes like that: uh, we follow Shuji, which is a third year on on high school, and he just got a girlfriend called Chise. They were childhood mm-hmm. friends. She confessed, and he said yes. So he, they start going out. Woo-hoo. I believe the words he used were, "Eh, why not?" Yep, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> he was like, "Well, he's like, I whatever. Just... I guess a girlfriend is uh, sure. Well, I'll mean, give it he, a try." He has a good. I, I just say he has a <laughs> a good argument just saying yes. It's like if a, if a cute girl comes to you and say, "Yo, do you want to go out with me?" You're gonna say yes. <laughs> Like, yeah, I can. Yep. I can. They did the same thing in high school DxD. <laughs> look, look what I got him. <laughs> Dead. And basically, he, you know, he's living his life in in high school and minding his own business, chatting with friends, and why not? Until one of his friends kind of 
breaks up with his girlfriend and decided to go out to buy a present. So, you know, see if he can get her back. What happens is after they, you know, they are done with this slice of life stuff, when they go out, there's an air raid and bombs start falling and he, his, friends, he, his, his friend dies. Uh, but he sees something that makes him go in shock. Uh, he sees a figure in the sky and he runs towards it and discovers that it's his girlfriend who had become the ultimate weapon. <laughs> and, that, and that's how we start. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a it's a very bizarre opening to a show. I mean, yeah, there's like a diary exchange or some shit. Yeah, they no one it. cares about that. But yeah, no one cares about that. But the show sure makes you want to care about it. Uh, says nah. on her way from home. There's like shady figures, like out of an like out of a out of Power Rangers. That's what it reminded me of. I felt like I was watching Power Rangers in that scene because the guys are in the foreground, but in the lower left corner. And they kind of, they got the sunglasses, the black suit, and they kind of look around like, is anyone watching us? All right, let's go get this girl. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they you have her. the first episode, which doesn't, like, nothing happens aside from juvenile romance. Then in the second episode, they kind of... And a bunch of Moe stuff happens. Yeah, they kind of explain the reason why they want to go out. Like Chisa said, I, I just said I wanted to go out with you because I'm I'm very shy and I wanted to change myself. But you said yes, I thought you were going to de- decline. And he's like, well, you're cute. I'm going to say yes whenever a cute girl tells me we, uh, I want to go out with you. And that kind of comes in play <laughs> in, the, in the anime <laughs> in the future. Uh, yeah, there's even, there's even a, uh, a, a, a sentence at the beginning of the show, when he's walking up a, the large hill they have to go to in, in, uh, to go to, in order to get to school, and Chise is behind him, and he go, and he's like, this is Chise. She's a uh, clumsy, ditz, not very smart, or athletic girl. And, and then it cuts to her, like, falling down and a bell rings on her back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she always has, like, band-aids on her knees. And, oh, no way. God. It's it's dare I say moe moe like I said like <laughs> I said like I fucking I'm giving a shit now because it's that fucking I I don't believe you Hickey but you clearly do like the early two thousand dumpy moe faces no I I, I don't no 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 you do no no <laughs> the potato faces if you didn't you wouldn't no. recommend these shows all the no. time because I want you guys to experience something out of your comfort zone that's why. In the second, just for the sake of the audience listening, here, here I'm gonna play in this moment that the English line of her walking up that hill with that with that little monologue sentence. Oh please, no. Chise is cute, but slow. She's little, timid, and on top of that, really clumsy. <laughs> All right, so. So the second uh, one one thing I'd like to note uh, for just sure. Let, just let me finish until the part he discovered like she's the ultimate weapon because like in the second episode they they kind okay, of yeah, yeah, they yeah. kind of like oh I I don't actually like you you know it's uh, it was just that I I wanted to change myself blah 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 but they decided that yo I want to try and fall in love with you and let's try being a couple so they decided to keep going with a diary. Uh, the, the diary is kind of important. Like it is a diary, diary, diary about their lives. So like it's kind of exchanging letters, which is kind of weird because they 
doing the same place. But anyway, so and then episode three happens <laughs> when you have the air raid, and you had some some people commenting on on what is happening on, on the outside world, but then you realize what is really going on in episode three with the air raid, and they say, oh. You know, you, we we don't comment about. We have this unspoken rule that we won't comment about the war that is going on outside, or anything that happens, or the deaths. So like, okay, so something is yeah, something big was, is going on. I thought on. that was really weird. It's not the point, JD. It's all it's all an allegory for something else that I'll get into later. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was weird that they blatantly said that so early in the show. Like, we're not gonna acknowledge what's happening you think that's weird you think that's what i think it's fucking weird that one of the guys that she say eventually shoots down or one of the he survives the plane crash in uh, there like in the forest and it's like the people of the town they get you know noise about this so they go to they go to hunt them this guy is a foreigner he's american he speaks broken English like all Americans does, <laughs> at least in anime. And well, it's I feel like that's, that's even getting ahead of well, ahead of where we are now. No, I know, sure. but my, the the point I'm trying that's not the point. I'm going to go even further ahead because even later, uh, even later, like what happens is the guys that they're fighting then they're Japanese, so it's kind of like I I don't get who's the enemy. It's like. <laughs> Like, no, no, it's, it's, you don't know, you don't know, because no. they blatantly say at the start, we're not gonna discuss it. No, I know, but there is, there, <laughs> there, there appears to not be a single enemy, it appears like everyone's the enemy. Yeah, that is, oh, yeah. that is quite, that's quite the point of the, the, the show makes. Everyone is an enemy, and everyone is at war, at some point. They just, with each other. They just, yeah, with each other. They but as, as far as, survival. as far as I was ever concerned, it was, it was always just, the Japanese against somebody. That the Japanese it. against the Japanese. <laughs> but she also dispels that myth later on when she says something about, you know, the entire world except for Japan is, is destroyed. So that also doesn't make sense. Anyways, move on, Hickey. I'm sorry. I nah, interrupted. Don't worry about it. So basically... They made some experiment on Chise and she became the ultimate weapon because I don't know, they never explained. Uh, so she. Yeah, they never explained that either. Yeah, she started going. <laughs> to, trend. Like, she started going to wars and why not? And meanwhile, in, in the city, Shuji is having a, a normal life, a normal high school life. Same goes to, to Chise <laughs> when, she's, when she's on the school. And you know they they try some stuff. They tried to escape at some point. They, they didn't succeed. Uh, there's some earthquakes going on because it's Japan. I don't know why the earthquakes were so important. But anyway, until you like, and you go like that. It, it's nothing really important happens until episode six. I guess aside from Fuyumi coming, and Fuyumi is a older teacher of Shuji and Chise. And well, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the XPE teacher of them when they were, I, I guess, like six or eight years old or something. They said middle school, so no. All right, so thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They look like they were six or eight in the pictures that they showed. I know. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and she has a little bit of story with Shuji because they kind of had sex in a shed. 
Yep. Just a casual yeah, amount. Just casual was... rape. Nothing more. Just casual teacher, teacher child rape. You know, no big deal. <laughs> God. It's no rape. It's a woman well, on a guy. That can't be rape. Oh, God. Don't even start with that. <laughs> Like it's the show. Okay. Like, like, is it just me? I don't remember. But did okay. did any of Shuji's like friends or even Chisei acknowledge that he boned the teacher when he was young? Nope. I don't even think that was ever addressed. Was it? It was. No, Chisei has this moment where he's like, "Oh, I see you're going back to going back to her when he was cheating on her." But no, like there know. was one point, that's... like he's he's hugging her and like, you know, me and Fuyomi Sensei, we. We had sex when yeah, I was Yeah, no, he, he says that. No, that was later. That was later. It that was, was later. When she, he was already cheating on Chisei. No, he, he was he was talking about how she had, they had sex when they were in middle school. But oh, okay, kind, that's okay, kind okay. of it. That's kind of it. Yeah, that's kind of it. He, that's, that's when he that's wants, when he wants that, like, to cheat. Why can't you lie to me? <laughs> he wants to cheat on, on Chisei, but he can't. He can get a re- erection. I think he went through with it at least once or no, twice. No, I think like he no, he wanted to cheat on, on Chise because the burden of dating a AM four. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh, dating a the ultimate weapon is too much for him. So like he wants something more, like more normal. That's why he sometimes almost cheat on her. But he remembers that he cannot leave her alone, and really loves her, even though they're going out for like two weeks. But regardless, two whole weeks. <laughs> regardless, yeah, you know, he loves her love right and cannot cheat on her. That's why. But he 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 sure tries more than once. Mm-hmm. I thought he went through with it. No. I, I I no. He went to her house guys, multiple times. You guys times. say he didn't? Yeah, he went to her house multiple times, and she even spots him there there once, but. There's never any. There's never any moment where it's like, oh yeah, no, they both. Uh, I interpreted it as, nah, you're wrong. I interpreted it differently, but it, it re- really doesn't matter. He's still an indecisive cheater. Well, no, I mean he didn't he's cheat. Indecisive. He's, yeah, he's just indecisive. <laughs> well, like episode. I six. mean, to be fair to Shuji, though, like let's just be fair. Who wouldn't be indecisive when you learn that your fucking girlfriend isn't even human anymore? She is the ultimate weapon. It's like, mm. yeah. Not only, uh. not only she's, <laughs> she, not only she's the ultimate weapon, but she's Poor going out. Like, <laughs> she's she's going out and wiping cities. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Are you saying that you're that that faithful to your girlfriend of two weeks that you're like, nah? I must pre- I must fucking stick with her no matter what. We have been dating for two whole weeks. <laughs> this they is made, the one. Yeah, but the show the show portrayed it like like they had been going out for years and years, and they've Eventually. they've had these deep residing feelings within each other yeah, this whole time. We're, and, we're, gonna, and... we're gonna touch on that <laughs> uh, when we come to, right, to right. episode six. I'll calm down. I'll calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just get. So, like in episode four, they go on a date, and why not? But. Episode five and episode six, they are the, the turning point of uh, the of the anime because, and that's why you know why they're they're going out for like two weeks. They they hold hands and blah blah blah. They kissed once. This show on episode five, it gives you the it's 
welcoming card, which is being as pretentious as you, as you can be in a show. Because in episode mm-hmm. five, we start seeing the war. And on episode five, like a few friends of Shuji, they went missing from the show on episode four. Uh, and they reappeared in the, in the military in episode <laughs> five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like we like we start seeing the more more things uh, about the war and what is going on in in the outside world, and we have like this other focus of the show with Tatsuo, which is kind of a is he a lieutenant something like that? Something like that. Yeah, he's Commander, he's higher on the the. He's a higher rank, higher rank in in the military, and we saw like seeing this this fight that is going on, and how Chise is actually a weapon, wiping out wiping out enemies and going all out. But again, in the meantime, in the city, Shuji is doing well, doing a, a fine, living a fine life. There's nothing nothing really we can see about it. The problem is. Chisei start growing. Like going <laughs> yeah, out so she start growing out of control. And you know, mm-hmm. there's an earthquake and she interprets the earthquake as an attack and blows up the skull. Those kind of things start happening. Uh and the show start becoming very dramatic. Very dramatic. Like yeah, just about every scene became this dramatized mess. Yeah, we saw like very slow with uh, Shuji taking Chise away from the school like because it was blowing off and you start just seeing Chise not behaving as a human anymore. Uh, so like, you start like, Shuji's like... More or less. Yeah, yeah she's like, oh... Uh, she's like, oh, don't worry, it was just a misfire. I, I exploded half of the school, but it was just a misfire. I'm... <laughs> if... Like and she says like oh if I went all out you wouldn't be here anymore and like she's smiling that terrify that terris- terrifies Shuji and he's like oh I I didn't notice that when I when I hugged her before her heart wasn't beating so there's this extremely <laughs> how can I say that uh, emotional quote unquote scene with <laughs> with a cami. Where she slaps uh, Shuji and Shuji just slaps him back. Oh, I love that. The fucking immediate bitch slap back. She just, uh, she just fucking... She no baka smacks him. He's just like, the fuck, bitch? <laughs> yeah, Akemi, Akemi is like the, the, the third friend in that group. Yeah. Um, she, she has a big crush on Shuji because of course she does. And... Yeah. She she offers the occasional relationship advice, you know, because she had so much right experience. Yeah, but yeah, like it, it all builds it all builds up, and they're like, "Why are you guys fighting? Slap! You're ruining my friend." No, oh girl, fucking <laughs> that the backhand of dreams, dude. She showed up the next day with a like a a, a bandage like covering half know. her face. It's I was just like, like, "Oh my god, what's what happened, dude?" I'm just a fucking <laughs> high five, my dude. You, you just c- dislocated you, connected. Jaw? <laughs> you just connected like 
<laughs> you just, you, yeah, you guys fucking achieved a deeper connection than ever. <laughs> yeah, so. Definitely uh, a, a very over-traumatized scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is very interesting because on uh, episode five, a lot of side characters, they start having a lot of protagonists in the show. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Just like Atsushi, which is one of Suji's, uh, Suji's friends. After he slaps Akemi, right. and like he goes out, Atsushi yeah. comes running and just punches him. <laughs> like, Dude. no words, no, no exchanged that. words. And then you discover that Atsushi likes Akemi, and he is wiling, of course he does. He's wiling to enlist <laughs> in the military to protect her. And meanwhile... Yeah. Because, you know, reasons. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, the girl doesn't even know he likes her. <laughs> But you know, I'm gonna. F- but he's gonna he's gonna enlist in the military to protect, to protect her. her. And <laughs> you know, Shuji being the the in the sea in this is a protagonist. He's like, you don't go to the military to protect no one. You go there to kill people. Are you sure you can kill for Kami? And he's like, dude, don't don't force your ideology on other people. Just be- just because you cannot do anything about your girlfriend who got turned into monstrosity, <laughs> like. But anyway, like movies on, we we have more traumatic stuff, more traumatic stuff, more traumatic stuff until uh, the effects of the of the war that's going on on a world scale now start uh, are start to being felt in the city they are in, where you have air raids and explosions and and why not? You have you don't have any medication anymore you know i uh, don't have food anymore and things uh, and that i never got the feeling that anybody was ever starving at any point yeah but they come in oh that was the thing with they with the when everything collapsed with the earthquake earthquakes and whatnot and it's kind of just like you know Chuji taking his mom to like get treatment because even though all she has is like a fucking laceration in her knee uh it's like well you're like it's been days and it still hasn't stopped bleeding. It's like you're you're gonna have to go check. Then it's not as simple as just taking her to the hospital. Like they have to find somebody who can check on her and whatnot. And it's just yeah, they find someone pretty much right away though. Well, yeah, no one's dead, <laughs> not, not that many. But like that, that's not the point. The point is like stuff isn't really the same anymore. Things have changed. Uh, and yeah, then you got that life again. And that other Akemi, uh, Akemi scene, which I guess Aki can talk about, talk about more. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, in this meantime, Chisa decided to go full on military route, abandon the city. Uh, Shuji just goes on with his life, but it, you know it's more difficult. He still goes to school. The school is shut down at some point. Uh, and meanwhile, yeah. like we Tetsu. The guy from the beginning, the the Linator, the whatever he is, he start like having this deeper relationship with Chise? Question mark. As they they yeah, they, they, Fu- they start Fuyumi's husband. Yeah, Fuyumi's husband, <laughs> who she's trying to cheat on with Shuji. <laughs> uh, I thought that was so weird. It's like Chise reminds him reminds Tetsu of Fuyumi, whereas uh, and fucking. Uh, Tetsu is, uh, reminds Chise of fucking Shuji, and like it's just all kinds of like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, but they they kind of uh, have this bone. 
Ish. I mean, only-ish. it's the same thing. Like I'm the only one who will look at you as human still, or whatnot, and it's just like fucking cheesy. <laughs> uh, I I didn't like that part. It was just like, will you have sex whatever. with me? Yeah. Well, you're gonna die soon anyway, so why not? <laughs> I, I love that she fucking she's the ultimate cock block. God. Let like, me ruin every moment. Now, like I didn't like this part because it's just like I'm sitting like. I don't see the I don't see the necessity of this. Well, the Akemi scene. Whatever. That wasn't a necessity of a lot of things. <laughs> I know, but like it's it's one of those things. Where it's like, like it, did you like decide to fucking like? Oh yeah, she needs to cheat on him because uh, there is a possibility that fucking uh, she would you cheated on her. Like, is that what's going on here? It's just like fucking equal equal opportunity cheating. Is that is that what we're seeing here? Because uh, that's like the only way I can have this possibly make sense. <laughs> There's a lot of spite sex in the show, or at least attempted spite sex. Yeah, they never actually did it. <laughs> well, until the very end. I took on my shirt, and I'm like, you're going to die. And she's like, he's like, oh, God. No, they definitely had sex. Nah. He stopped, she stopped him. And then she's like, he's like, get out. Get oh, out. Come on. Get out. <laughs> yeah, no. Then we have episode... I, I See, I, I, I interpreted much of the show as they only wanted the show so much, but the implication of... Sex yeah. was like a fifty percent of the oh, time. Police, like anime has ever been afraid of showing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, anytime something happened, well, there were like half the time the clothes were on, half the time the clothes were off. Wait, they showed. I mean, they, they, they said they, 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 there was a line where they're just they like, showed, let's have sex, and they didn't have sex, they, and they, they would. showed a dying, <laughs> like a dying war victim, half naked, as a guy groped her, saying she was beautiful. And then she died. I, I think if they wanted to show them having sex, they would. In fact, they did at the end. Yeah. There was, yeah, there was a naked scene on a balcony. Yeah, <laughs> what I was talking about is Akemi. And like I said, the show being pretentious. Uh, Akemi, the, the third friend, she goes missing. And then, she, you know, off, there's another earthquake and Shuji is going around helping some stuff and then he finds... The little sister of Akemi. And the little sister goes, my sister wants to meet you. She wants to see you. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going there. I'm, I'm glad she's okay. And, and the little sister goes, no, you, you don't understand. She wants to meet you and start crying. She goes to Akemi's home and discovers that for some reason, somewhere, I don't know how, she got all fucked up. And she's dying. She she's gone. bleeding in a... In a... She got caught. <laughs> She been had better days, let me tell you. Yeah. Dude, she was bleeding all over the place. She was bleeding all over the place. There was no salvation for her. She was dying. Why? I don't know. Something collapsed on the earthquake and kind of hit her. I I don't know. They don't explain anything at this point. At this point, they they just stopped stopped explaining anything. They stopped even attempting. Even attempting to, (laughs) to actually explain anything. And then you have like this. It's like let's just move on to the next scene, guys. Come on, come on. Yeah, and then... we got a story to tell. We got shit to go down. Yeah, and this is like <laughs> got how... a story to not tell. It shows how pretentious the show is because Akemi <laughs> is dying, and she she starts by saying, "I loved you, and I wanted to have sex with you, and blah blah blah." As Shuji just grabs her, like opens her 
chest and it like opens up glowing and she's like oh this are you sure this is okay i don't, I don't know how i feel about it and she just stopped you're dropping beautiful her. yeah and so you're, you're beautiful. beautiful beautiful and she dies it's like yeah they basically they okay. they failed to make you have a deep bond with the characters and just went straight to the traumatic route yep essentially so here's 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 a question that popped into my head when uh, when the scene was going on because I'm not gonna lie at this point like it was so over dramatized all the time uh, the show did such a poor job and on getting me to feel anything for the characters uh, I I just went now if he was to actually have sex with her in this moment and she died halfway through the deed is that necrophilia Yep depends do you continue. And finish off the job, or <laughs> do you stop? Well, I guess in this case, Shuji st- would have stopped because she you died and he that. was all upset. You don't know that. But he would be still inside her. Nah, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You're, when you, if you, <laughs> let's say he warm, was to have sex it's, with her at this point. If he was to have sex it's with still her. warm. Hey, <laughs> hey, let's say that he was to have sex with her at this point. Here's the real question. If she dies... During uh, during fucking mid climax, can you now say that you you you're so good at sex that you literally fucked some someone dead? I mean, it is one of my great goals in life. <laughs> Fuck someone who's dying, huh? Well, they better be old. Well, I mean, I have a sturdy <laughs> table in my kitchen for a reason, man. <laughs> I got a plan for these things in the future. I got goals to have, you know. Yeah. These are important questions that the that the lawyer of the podcast needs to be able to give me a straight answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Are we gonna wrap up uh, the story about you know Psychano? Well, uh, there there's some there's some things I definitely uh, wrote down and want to want to definitely uh, talk about before we hit on the end of the story. If you guys sure. don't mind, let's do All episode right. ten and we stop to make some considerations because okay. episode 11, 12, right, and thirteen is just a complete side story at that point because they kill and on episode 10 they accomplished to kill basically every one of the side characters we saw until then uh which is tetsu dying yep tetsu like finds himself in a sticky situation kind of yeah kind of goes on saying this is finally my moment to die he actually dies and but as he was dying he was kind of saved by chisi but there was no way to save him so fucking funny ass death scene yeah and she's sure. like oh please you you cannot die blah blah and the and tetsu start calling for fuyumi which is his wife logically and she's <laughs> like grope my chest i'm like what what the fuck why dude the right the writing the writing really came through in these last like four to five episodes yeah, like, she didn't want him to be scared he was so scared he was apologizing left right and center and she wanted him to calm down and just die peacefully that's why yeah she just, pl- like, yeah please call, please come tits. down grope my chest please say you say you yep. love me and he dies and and she's like oh why can't you say my I'm name, like, well, bitch? Yeah, you just met yeah, him. Yeah, right? You start, <laughs> you start having a deep relationships two episodes ago. That's like, I don't know, one week. <laughs> oh, God, the sense of time in this anime. I Okay, this guy, this te- this guy Tetsu, he gets, he gets, I guess, shrapnel in the back of his head and 
he starts kind of hallucinating, and he, and he picks this, like, r- totally random, at least in our eyes, random, like, apartment to go into, and he go- he, he says the line, I picked this place because it reminds me of home, Head into the, and he heads to the bedroom, and there just happens to be, like, five yeah, enemy there's combatants a, there's a, just in this there's single a room. <laughs> inside of, yeah, and they don't show you the action. That is another thing of this designer. No. They, they never show you the action. Yeah. So, so the only thing they show is he's never. screaming and you see like outside of the building. It yep. always cuts away to anything. Mm-hmm. Any sort of thing that could be animated always cuts away. And this scene was no exception. Just here's the platoon in the random bedroom you walked into. Cuts hey, to the outside. Hey, hey, like, hey, hey. Great. They are good friends, and they were busy jerking each other off, and he just shows up in there, and they're like, fuck, fuck gotta take this guy out. <laughs> I like that they are in, in shooting position. I don't know why. Because they're jerking each other off. That You, in, you assume shooting position when you're jerking you each other off. You assume shooting involves guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. Oh, God. I like that little moment where they were just looking at each other. It's like, he's like, what? And they're like, huh? <laughs> it's, like, it's like nice little moment there I like that <laughs> alright so uh, so speaking of that the anime quality and action like the the thoughts ev- we, we already said that it always seems to cut away from anything yep every time she's a fight she just fucking flies up into the clouds and that, like- that's repeat animation over and over again uh there's one scene i think it was like episode four where she flies back and you it it cuts to her landing on the ground in her little angel wing ultimate weapon form Mm -hmm. uh that was an animated scene i guess that stands out (laughs) because there was just so few that missile that hit them there like maybe missiles like falling to the ground and rolling there it was for something that had that portrayed so much action in the show, it showed us nothing. Yeah. All the animation were what usually about the action, JD. All, most of the animation were in like in this says in in the cheating ports or groping ports. Those are all the animation, or most of it. Mm-hmm. The other ones were just dry cuts of animation. Uh, they talking or they walking. The fighting scenes you don't have anything. Like even like uh, on episode nine, not only Akemi dies, but uh, his friend who went to the military, Atsushi, he also dies. Yeah, or, or he he dies. Yeah. On, no, he does. He dies on episode ten, but his his group oh, yeah. dies on episode nine. And like, there's this one guy fooling around with the with the helmet, and like uh, a bomb, like a, a missile hits <laughs> the ground, and the guy's like, "Oh, sorry, here's your." Here's your helmet. I'm, I'm sorry I did that to you. And it's like, no, it's all good. And he looks up. The guy starts bleeding and start falling. But they don't show you the, the body hitting the ground. It's just like, he starts falling. Yeah. And then you have a cut. The the sound of the body hitting the ground. And then the body in the ground. You know? Yep. I fucking, I love that though. And it's just like, something happens. And he's, he's clearly gotten hit. But you don't see his head anymore. And he just fucking hands him back the helmet. And he's like, Sorry. And he dies, I'm like, well, at least he apologized before dying. <laughs> that scene was so weird. Because they're in the middle of battle, 
And yet this dude's just in the middle. Because when it cuts away at the end, you're like, oh, they were standing in the middle of the street with no cover. No, I know. Everyone's that... dead around him. He dies last. And our little our little character here is holding his helmet on the ground, like, looking around at him. Oh. I mean, that's kind of the thing. I don't understand. Where is, like, the battlefield, really? It's like when fucking when Tetsu and Chisa sneak away to fucking grab, grab breakfast or whatever, or lunch or whatever the fuck they're doing. It's like... They're apparently now snuck into enemy territory, and I'm like, what? Where? Where's the enemy? Who is the enemy? What are you fighting? <laughs> like, why? Why do I care? Why? Who are these people? What? It, it just it just repeats that all, all the time, and I and I have to bring up the uh, the character designs. The not right. to say Moe blah, but. They were, uh, it oh, was like basic circle faces. Anytime it was a side shot, it looked like they had no chins. Um, like, at all. Oh, yeah. It goes straight up to chins. the neck. Yeah. Right, yeah. It, the The mouth was a single line. Like, it was, it was nose, and then a single line representing the mouth on a straight line hitting their chest, essentially. Yeah, I mean, the only time <laughs> the, the, um, the designs were good was an ultimate weapon chisi personality because she was kind of more sexy so she had lips and i guess so like they would show mm. the lips and more like more details of the face mm. the other times yeah like one animator was like okay i guess i'll try it today <laughs> mm. uh what was the show's obsession with the characters constantly blushing and having like red hash marks on their they're, face. They're, 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 they're they're Japanese, style. Yeah. Japanese always blush. I think that's. But it was the like I understand if there's maybe an embarrassing moment or no. whatnot, but they were just always I mean, blushing. Welcome to early two thousands Moway. There is blushing is your fucking default. Yeah, I mean, like the problem. <laughs> I don't think the problem is the blushing because it it pro- it's probably some artistic choice. But why there's this one guy? Yeah. Like, there's actually two guys. <laughs> Tori, yeah. They were Shuji's friends. Uh, one went to the military and died. The other one kind of looked the same as the guy who went to the military and died. But he was like number two at the end. <laughs> oh, fucking. They didn't blush. They didn't, they didn't blush. Insane. They didn't have the blushes. Oh, they were too busy dying. <laughs> like, they didn't... Yeah, but like a moment before one of them died, he he, uh, oh, God, he like looked at a picture or something, or looked at Chise, walk away, and then he blushed and then died like two seconds later. <laughs> like, As one God. does. Oh. You interact with the ultimate weapon, you die. <laughs> oh. Eh, okay, no. I have to. I have to ask. No. W- what made the military pick this ran- seemingly random Moe chick? Who can't even like hold a bowl of soup to save her life? Be the ultimate weapon. Because, because no one would care. Like, I guess. I. Uh, I mean, they, they miscalculated that. Somebody did care. <laughs> like, it, it, not only was it never addressed, it was never questioned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only one questioning it was Chise, just going, "Why does this happen to me? I want to be a little girl." Well, Chuji too. He's like, "Well, not really questioning." He says, "This is so unfair." Yeah, that, he never questioned it. He just like this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that was why his. Do you, his why do you listen to the? Why do you listen to these fuckers? And I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, you know he's got a point. Why do you listen to these fuckers? <laughs> and then the and then the military just kind of lets her go off and be her be her own moe self. 
she's I mean, the ultimate weapon for the military to defend the okay. defend the land, well, but she can just freely go to school. And JD, 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 like... JD, JD. They, I, I feel like they they address that because you know they do have that map where, that moment where she's like trying to meet up with Chuji again, you know the one where he ended up at Fumi's uh, place instead. Like, okay. And, and you know she is kind of going, and then the military is like, "No, you can't go and see him. Like, you have to come with us." And you know she's like, "No, I need to go see him. He told me he'd be there. I need to go see him." They're like, "No, we're not gonna." No, and, no, you know no, no. the guy, the guys, no, the guys, they're like literally, or the military guys, they're literally pointing their weapons at her and go, going like, "You're coming back with us." And she just turns to be like, "Are you sure you want to do that? Because I, I will. I'm a weapon designed to kill, and I don't care if I have to kill a couple more. I'm going to see him." So it's like, that's kind of, that's how I took it. It's like, why is she allowed to do whatever she wants? Who the fuck is going to stop her? <laughs> she is the ultimate weapon. Yeah, well, She is well, unkillable. Like, they, they have dropped fucking missiles on her and everything. She's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they they have an answer to that at the end. A, a singular scene like that isn't isn't saving it for me. Because, because I took it as, they basically treated the, like, her military job and position as a five o'clock a nine to five job and they just called her in for extra work because she's like i want to go on my date and they're like no you kind of got this uh thing you got to take care of tonight it's it's due by it's due by midnight um <laughs> we got a deadline to make to defend the country <laughs> they're not defending the country no they're, <laughs> they're, li- they're literally not defending they're defending themselves it's one of the things you know the fucking the goddamn military it's like the food rash- rations don't even go to the people they fucking hoard at themselves because they're only fucking trying to protect themselves. They're trying to fucking stop the enemy. They don't give a shit about who dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was a few times the military made that very clear that they don't really give two shits about the general populace. Yeah, or that fucking dude like, that like, always walks around. You know, the typical the high, the, the typical high gentleman, uh, the typical fucking high dude or high position ish, not quite the highest position dude in the military. You know that typical guy that always walks around the fucking. Uh, Handkerchief wiping sweat in every anime. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, guy, fucking yeah. him going around when he finally has a moment where he's just like, oh, we finally retrieved Chisei, walks off and gets shot in the fucking head. <laughs> but that's, 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 but that's the show in a nutshell. Anytime it wanted to maybe explain something, it was a singular scene with maybe a couple lines. Yeah, max. like, yeah. Usually, no, never went in they, any in they de- didn't, like, in no, depth. No, they didn't ever explain anything. shit. Like, what the, what the show tried to do is like, they they wanted you to get invested with the characters, so the the deaths and the, the the dire situation they were in would be very impactful, but they didn't succeed in giving you the connection with the characters, and because of that, the deaths they looked so jarring, so jarring to see, and so uh, I can say well, traumatic. The way I... But then, uh, on, on two episode 10, they don't explain shit, and the characters don't, like, seem to want to know what's going on. They're just, like, saying it's full of bullshit. But on episode 11 and 12, Shuji start asking, why did you do that? Why is something like that is happening? Why is there is a war going on? And, you know, the only guy who can give you the answer is the hen chief guy. The hen chief. The hen kid. Ah, whatever. And the, he had like the science, yeah, the, the, the scientist dude yeah. that was and, behind why Chisei was a weapon. And what he yeah. says, this couldn't be helped. Every single time, this yeah. is the answer. This is the answer <laughs> for this enemy. This couldn't be helped. be helped. Yep. 
Sure, got I. It's like just watch. It's like just sit back and watch it. What are you? Why are you asking questions? You're crazy. Yeah, you're like, crazy. Be well, I mean, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> he has that moment. It's like, well, my my wife and daughter and fucking everything died in this war. That's kind of his answer. That's like, fuck you. He's <laughs> like, well, why there's a war going on? I lost on. the people I love. It couldn't be helped. Oh, but why the it, war is so no close to us? It no couldn't be helped. Why the city is, is safe? It couldn't be helped. Why cheese it to become? Why to make a ultimate weapon? It couldn't be helped. Why cheese it to become the ultimate weapon? Yep. It couldn't be helped. Why this? Why this is happening right now? It couldn't be helped. Can you save her? <laughs> why are you gonna die in two seconds? It couldn't be yeah. helped. Can you can you save her because she's kind of dying because of the 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 made weapon thing? It couldn't be helped. This is the answer to everything. Yep. Yeah. Welcome yeah. It is, is is so is so it's just so weird. The um, I'll give you an example of how much like I I, I we like you said, Hickey. The the show wants you to care about the characters. It just felt like a lack of trying. I'll give you an example of how much I just did not give a shit. Uh, Tetsuo, Fuumi's husband, uh, cheats on her with Chise, or at least tries. Then he dies. Chise brings home the dog tag and, like, a letter, puts it on the doorstep, and Fuumi starts crying over her dead husband. Yet she actively tried to cheat on him with an ex- Stupid. Yeah, she tries, tries, She's and after after woman. his dad, she goes like to the to the school and goes to shoot her. Like my husband died, and right, and start like yeah. As soon as as soon as he's dead, she wants to cheat on. <laughs> she wants to go have sex with the kid again. Already established that he looks exactly looks and acts exactly like her. Oh, place. Or, or him. Oh, place. That is that is not excuse. That's right. they don't, first of all, they don't look alike. No, I know it's not an excuse. Next I don't think they look alike at all. <laughs> on. I think they do. I think everyone actually looks alike. Yeah, yeah, I'm with Tori. Everyone actually looks alike. <laughs> Chise and Shuji look almost alike. <laughs> almost. Close enough. Too close um, to comfort. Yeah, and then and then the writing to go along with any sort of these scenes. Uh, let's just continue off where she goes and tries to have, have the sex with him in the school. As Shuji's trying to have like a bottle of wine in the school to memorate Akemi's death. Yeah. Uh, She's like, have sex with me, because that's the extent of the lines that they write, I guess, for the characters. And yeah. then Shuji just, like, he drops the wine on the desk. It's spilling over onto him, and then he, he all of a sudden has this male hormone explosion for the first time ever, and, and turns her over. She, he's on top of her, and she's she's going, no, you're too rough. Me. I you taught me this. Yep. But like, I like that. He walks <laughs> away, like, he walks away, bitch. and he's like, oh, I think... She was just a child love of me. I'm like, what the fuck? Why, dude, people yeah. are dying God. outside. And why are you having this kind of... Oh, God. No, it's like, goodbye, my childhood. I was like, dude, your childhood is long gone and you don't have a future in this in this rhythm. It's... Dude, I was it's so shocked. I was so shocked by the end of this that Shuji hadn't had attempted sex with Akemi's little sister. <laughs> Maybe it did. We just didn't see we, yeah, we just... Oh, that's the OVA. <laughs> yep. It sure is. No. But okay. Are you ready for this? Because I'm finally got... I've been lying to you this entire... I know everything about this show. I know what this show is actually trying to say. Are you ready to what this show is actually about? Okay. I'm ready, Tori. All right. This show is actually an allegory 
for cancer. How did you come up with this? And here is why. You know, fucking, uh, she says she is the ultimate weapon, meaning she is the one with cancer. She is, she contracts this, when she contracts this disease, she can no longer live a normal life. Uh, which is why she is always gone. And the, uh, the situations with her, that is her going through fucking, that is her going through all the pain when she comes back all injured, that's her coming back from chemotherapy and what, uh, what not. And she's really feeling the results of this. The military, yeah, the, the the imagery of the band aids yeah. over her yeah, uh, yeah, her yeah. face, and, you know? and the increase the increasing uh, number of band aids across her body mm-hmm. as the series goes on. Yeah. I, I I totally see what you're seeing. Exactly. Yeah, the, mi- the, the military. The military. That's the doctors. Those are the people trying to fight fight cancer, trying to figure a co- fi- find out a cure. But of course, people they keep failing because they still haven't found a co- cure for cancer. <laughs> that's why they disappear. That's why they're all gone. That's why everyone dies. That's why eventually everyone is gone because no no one could, has been able to find a cure for cancer, and eventually she fucking dies. Spoiler. <laughs> I think she's uh, kind of evolved to a to a. <laughs> Metaphysical form, I guess. <laughs> that is the best way to put what happened in the end. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's dead. It's all inside of it. It's all in- eventually at the end. It's all inside of Shuji's head. Remember? <laughs> Techn- technically, it's technically, it's inside of his heart. But, but whatever. Oh, whatever. God. Whatever. That's, it. that's, <laughs> that's where he remembers that? her. What because that's I? all he can remember what about her. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so at this, nah, it's all about it's. It's just an allegory for cancer. There you go. Solved it. I know what I see. I can analyze stuff. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, like I don't even care. That makes more sense than the actual <laughs> story that was put, yeah, I don't, I don't put think in front of us. That's for sure. I know. That is more. So, so can we, can we talk about how the show ends now? Sure. I mean, I already kind of spoiled it. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I can choose this time, I guess. Episode 10, Chisa kills a bunch of people from all the military. Everyone is dead. There's only two cities on uh, Earth. And so she's like, I'm done with this. I'm done with the fight. I'm just going to uh, be happy with Shuji until I die. Because the ultimate weapon thing inside of her is going out of control. And by that, it's just like, she needs spreading. to take medicine. The cancer spread. She, takes, she needs to take some medicine uh, to control it. And there's not a lot of medicine... Uh, to keep her alive to more than like four weeks, I think. So she decided to get <laughs> Shuji, and Shuji and her go to another city to start a married life. Yeah, some kind of port town. They just kind of di- they just kind of ditch the city they're in. Uh, Shuji gets like some fishmonger job, and Chise gets to break plates at a soup kitchen. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, <laughs> they love them away. And so we kind of we kind of went back to like the middle of the of the series where nothing really is happening. Uh, until like Shuji. Yeah, it was like this. Yeah, hard Shuji reset. has like find his bike and wants to fix it to go on a date with Chisi. Blah, blah blah blah. One of his coworkers can fix the the bike and he fixes it. And they're like, yeah, you know, oh, you fixed the bike, thank you. And the guy's like, yeah. Uh, now give me the lunch, Chisa's lunch, like Chisa's made lunch, just like you promised. They're just having a great time and chill, and air raid starts, and a bomb lands right next to Shuji and his friends. And by the way, the animation of the, the missile hitting the ground is 
spectacular, actually. You can see the body of the guy, like the guy who fixed the, the motorcycle, going, like, being thrown in the air and twisting as the flame engulfs him. So it was kind of a very good animation to the stand of the show. And again... Yeah, what one one scene doesn't doesn't make up I know, for the series but though. Yeah, no, you I know what that scene makes of this show? Way more pretentious than I thought it would be. Because then <laughs> uh, the guy you just met has a very traumatic death. And then like Shuji from a miracle survivors the missile hitting, looks at the guy like basically yeah, sees the body of the guy like <laughs> laying next to the motorcycle, and then the he has like this I don't know. I don't know what you call it, like epiphany about a guy going a very smooth, like a very smooth voice. I know. I hope you can go in a date with with Chise as the motorcycle explodes and uh, <laughs> he gets on fire. So like it's a very traumatic death to a character like you, you you've met in the beginning of the episode. So you know the guy for twenty minutes, which like uh, right. three days in the anime, I guess. And he has this like this very traumatic death. Because it's the it's the anime again. The anime doesn't want you to experience a bond with characters. They want you to experience traumatic deaths of people. That is the that is the only thing they want you to at this point. So he goes home and uh Chise can can't do anything. She can fight off. Because she she doesn't have the medicine and uh, cancer is going all over her. Fine, you won't though. <laughs> episode twelve, yeah. episode twelve. It, <laughs> it is not the same thing, but like Chisa is dying. There's not only uh, there's uh, the medicine is over, the meds are over, uh, the drug keeping her alive. The, ke- the chemo pills and the Adderall just not mixing yeah. together well, I guess at this point. <laughs> And she's dying. So what she, what Shuji does is scream, holding her outside, uh, to uh, to so they can military can come in and like grab Chise and save her life, because the guy the the, the high rank right. military guy is still there. And he says like I'm not here anymore because of my job because I technically don't don't have a job anymore, <laughs> because you know everyone is dead. <laughs> but I want to save Chise. Man, been there. Let me tell you that, guys. <laughs> been there, done her. What? <laughs> been there, yeah. Well, boy, is that a, is that a phrase for the anime? That's another one. <laughs> so yeah, so Chise Chise goes goes away with the military, and Shuji goes back home. And then we have the masterpiece of 2002. That is. The second part of episode 12, where Chise is back, but she was reconstructed by the military. And she doesn't remember who Shuji is, but she kind of was programmed. Uh, the old Chise kind of programmed the new Chise to go to a specific location, which which was like the, the place where they first met, like where, where she, uh, she confessed and why not when Shuji was there. And in this meantime, Shuji find the... Yeah. Shuji... The yeah, old diary not, exchange. It's not the diary exchange. Had, yeah. 
exchanges. It's a diary Chise wrote by herself and tells everything that is going on with her life and the war she fought. And he's like, this is the account of the end of humanity and start crying. <laughs> Chise comes by and says, why are you crying? Uh, why am I crying? Why am I here? What? No, he, she any... goes, what are these fluids coming out of me? <laughs> what are these fluids coming out of me? Why are you crying? She has this fucking, like, moment where she is just not remembering, doesn't know about stuff. But at the same time, she does remember and know about it. Yeah, it's, and quite, it's, it's just quite confusing like, what the because, like, is going it, on? It's conflicting. And then, uh... <laughs> She was just like, I'm your boyfriend, you are my girlfriend, want to have sex. And she's like, I don't know, do we want to have sex? And she's like, yes. And he's like, hell yeah, I want to have sex. So she kind of remembers who, she, who he is. And uh, he goes, she and goes, then she's yeah. like, but I don't have a reproductive system. Because weapons don't need that shit. Well, I mean. A function. Yeah, she's like, sure, system, we could have sex. I won't feel anything down there anyways. It's like, what is, ha- yeah, what is happening she's like, in okay, front of I my eyes right now? Cancer. Meanwhile, before they just got naked uh she goes like okay i remember you now and i actually didn't want you so i I erased the memory of you but i i love you so much this two months we've been together that i cannot forget uh who you are and how i love you how much i love you and so I would have loved it if she would. Try. I can't forget about you, Tatsu. And it's like, who? Yeah, and like, <laughs> I can't forget about you. Who are yeah, you like, again? Take notes. <laughs> this is like two or three months. Like, it is. God damn it! The time frame. What the yeah. fuck? It's, it it feels more. It feels like it, it. It feels at least like two or three years passed by. But no, it was just two or three months. Yeah, they even they even like half asked made the characters look older than what time had actually passed like yep yep <laughs> yeah i know i know i know i know there's a lot of problems in the show <laughs> we're gonna cover it all when we're done uh taking accounts of the happenings so anyway end of the episode their clothes magically disappeared and they're naked so episode 13 is just the enemy which kind of i thought died on episode 10 is back. Chise has parts of a cancer thing in the sky, the missiles, and everyone dies except for Chu- Shuji. Shuji is the last human alive. Attack of the CG tsunami. Yeah, the CG. Oh, that happened later, but it was like no, aliens was attacking episode. or some shit. I'm like, that, what is that was happening Chise. here? That was Chise's oh. part. Yeah, oh. the things out of the sky, Chise, she's trying to protect. But it's like, again, we have all these things that say, oh, they're attacking. But again, everything is up in the fucking clouds. And we don't yeah, see shit. Yeah, on the sky, over the clouds, <laughs> even Jesus part. How, how, how is that happening? I, who knows? Who cares? Who knows? It doesn't even matter at this point anymore. You're just like, yeah, okay, yeah. sure. I fucking um, love, I fucking love when she goes with... up to the sky to fucking protect, protect them. And it's just as, uh, that also the first time you've actually heard her ever take damage in her life. It's like, ow! Ah! <laughs> It's like, uh, so all right. Everyone died. <laughs> Shuji. The way I was, the way I was looking at it, I just go, aliens are attacking. I'm, I'm done. That's how I felt about about it. I well, didn't even like, attack. care to listen anymore. It's humanity. It's the cancer. Aliens attack. So like, I look. 
At that point, I was accepting Shuji, aliens. Shuji's the... <laughs> but it was, was it was so alien. checked out. It was cancer, J.D. Yeah, it was oh. cancer, J.D. So Shuji is the last... But isn't cancer the Shut aliens up, of our... Of our... No. Shuji is the last human alive. We're going to touch on the aliens after this. Shuji is the last human alive. Oh, but actually, Chise evolved to this metaf- metaphysic form where Shuji can listen to her. And she'd say something like, yeah, no, I'm inside of her heart, of your heart now. And like, Shuji is just laying down. Then you have this hard reset where they're just standing in school, like in the, the same place before where they, they had sex and <laughs> their clothing. And she has a form and she's like, oh, this is, this is how it is inside of your heart. And he's like, yes. <laughs> and it ends with a exchange of the words like, a exchange of words between them is like so Chisa is everyone actually really and she's like yes the world ended you are the only human alive mm-hmm. but we now are living inside of your heart and the show oh. ends <laughs> oh. so well that, that last scene when when she yeah when she uh disappeared and she she has no form anymore it was he it was like a black screen, Shuji looking at his hands and text is going across yeah. it. It's all we yeah. got. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> that is basically Saikono. A very, very pretentious show. So, everyone, did that make sense? No. no? Yeah. Good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, like, I know that when a show wants to be pretentious, it wants to deliver a message. And you know, you you although I advise you to brush off the show as being pretentious, it is interesting to know what kind of message it want it wanted you to to deliver. Might be the cancer thing. I don't know. As as I thought is Cancer's bad, okay. <laughs> it's not about the war. It's it might be anything, war. I don't know. Yep, that's like, how I'd sum it up. <laughs> in my opinion, like it's not about war. It's not about relationships and why not it's way simpler than that that's why they need to be pretentious it is basically uh it's basically them saying doesn't matter what's going on in the outside world when you have someone you love and can live for someone you love because that is also something like chisi really wants to die at the beginning of the series but then she's like, no, I, I don't, I don't want to die anymore because I have someone I love and I want to live for this person, to protect this person. So, yeah, they threw that line out there a few, yeah. a few times. Like the power of love saved me and had me go on. I was like, oh my god, it had a lot of, a lot of. Yes, yeah. so basically writing. the message of this anime is like, if you have someone you love or something you love, doesn't need to be someone. Uh. It is worth living and fighting for this person. So, like, uh, to mm. paraphrase a a, mu- a Brazilian music, which is kind of, I I remember this the these lyrics when I was watching. It's like, they can take they can take away everything you have, but they cannot take away the things you did for the ones you love. And this is basically the end of the anime. The world took everything from Chuji, oh. but they couldn't take away the things he did for the for the person he loved and that's why the we are living inside of your heart and know. everything is we'll so beautiful and blah 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 or he got 
heart cancer. Well, you, I don't know you, because you she saw, said you saw was inside of him, and uh, I don't know. But how does the cancer add into all this? <laughs> I, you know, I, I I love the fact that Hickey, you looked at what the show was possibly trying to do from a deeper standpoint. Tori went totally just like I'm coming up with something here. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it fits with the fucking uh, the fucking things that happens. And I'm like, and, or, and at I, least I, w- I wish I was on. I wish I had I had Tori's mindset because when I was watching this, I just go, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching anymore. I just see a lot of people attempting spite sex. <laughs> yeah. And people dying by CG water. Yeah, definitely. Spite sex, best sex. <laughs> uh, I I totally lost it when the CG tidal wave like took out the city. I I was like, I, words just couldn't. I couldn't have any words come to. It. I just I just broke out in laughter. <laughs> you know what I, that scene? You know what that scene wanted me to wanted me to fucking do? Or watch? I wanted to go back and fucking finish Queen Melania, Melania because I remember that when. All the uh, episodes are still being subbed. It's a, That's an old anime. Uh, but, like, all the episodes are still being subbed, so it isn't finished yet. But where I last left off, the fucking world was being rammed by a ginormous tsunami there, too. And I was just so excited. I'm like, right, Queen Millennia. I should finish that. <laughs> <laughs> As I was watching She the Ultimate Weapon, other anime came to mind of I could be watching something better. I could be watching something good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have we have, have we reached the point where we want to score this um, and get the hell out just of here? A, a I think so. The animation quality, meh, it was so nothing. Yeah, I think absent, <laughs> not absent. Come on, not absent, but uh, <laughs> they they focus they focus on on the bad places, like the the wrong places. Uh, the character designs and what do you think about it? Dumpy moe faces, early two thousands. Dumpy moe faces. Don't yeah, I finally, I'm, I've finally, I've finally seen the. Ex- I've, I've been exposed to a fandom I've greatly ignored, ignored for many years. Yeah, I think one thing I, I noticed that the 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 colors are kind of washed off. Like it's not yeah. a watercolor. Yeah, it's very bland. It's a not lot of the time. It's just washed off. It's, it looks like someone dropped bleach on top of of some of the. Of the cells, <laughs> like yeah, it feels like I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of gray tones, but I feel like at times it's still kind of like they didn't even use like proper gray; they kind of just used like a bit darker, and then they kind of like smeared yeah, it out. It's kind like, of a brownish gray stuff, so kind of like give it this like yeah, washy, it's like a brownish gray, yeah, this like washy mm-hmm. color. The music, I like some of the guitar parts, uh, but ultimately, I thought the music was incredibly disappointing. Yeah, I think unmemorable. It, it works for the show, but it's not good. That is, and the story. I couldn't tell you a single song or any anything that reminds me of music in the show. I don't me remember. Neither. No, I, rem- I just remember. I just remember, like in one of the early episodes, I started heard, hearing this like sweet kind of you know before shit hit the fan. I heard this like sweet <laughs> like sweeping sweeping guitar, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of that's kind of nice. Hits the tone, but then after that, it was kind of like yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> nothing bad. But like the show is not that good. So the music is the music's no. good and all for the show. Like for when they, they want you either be yeah. like a prelude in a prelude to something uh to something is about to hit the fan. Anything like that. It was good and all for the show. Uh story. <laughs> 
That's my response. It's, it's <laughs> it might be one of the it, you know for something that tried to do a comprehensive story, it might be one of the worst anime. I've Holy seen. shit! Comprehensive story. You thought they tried to do a comprehensive? Wow. It seems like they attempted. No, I I disagree. I don't think I don't think they attempted at all. It looks like they gave up halfway through a couple times. But they didn't. <laughs> like they, literally everything is just like why, why does it like he said why does anything happen? Well, it can't be helped. Like that's not an attempt at writing a story. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of the worst things I've experienced in all, in quite some yeah, time. Yeah, I that's think for sure. on the story I already gave my opinion a lot. It is very pretentious, very yeah. very pretentious. Uh, they if they went with something simpler and you know more humble, I think it would work way better uh, than this, especially because uh, they wanted you to be invested in the characters. They couldn't make it. They wanted to make this complex anime. They couldn't make it because they couldn't answer the questions. Or they, they didn't have the, the time to answer the questions. They mm-hmm. laid on the anime. The better thing they could they could do with the questions was answer with it couldn't be helped. Be helped. So like I think if they, if they went with a simple thing, yeah, Chisei can be the ultimate weapon, the world can end. I don't give a, that thing that can't happen, but from she becoming the ultimate weapon to Shuji being the last human alive, I think they should take a simpler route. Like a simple route instead of <laughs> All the traumatic scenes and missiles and whys they put on that that hard. Uh... Yeah, it remind it reminded me of quite a few '80s anime with some type of person being altered, and there's a there's a love story. Uh, take Midnight Eye Goku <laughs> that we covered. Uh, that's a dude who was altered, and that was more that at least knew I felt what it was out to do, and that was be an '80s. Well, an '80s anime, pretty much. This... I would, I would just say that's not that show wasn't out to do very much at all, except for no, look at me, it, I'm it, badass. I think, it, I think, I, think <laughs> I, I still think it accomplished what it was supposed to do way better than what this tried yeah. to do. They, uh, this show tried to yeah, be I something think, I don't think that it just anything. wasn't meant to be. Right? Yeah. So here it comes scores. Oh, what boy. are your guys' scores? Why don't you start? I gave the show... why don't, no, why don't you start? You yeah, chose I gave the show a five. And I'm being very generous. All right. Very huh. generous. Interesting. <laughs> Alrighty. Tori? Right. Yeah, no, I, I'm with Hickey. I gave the show a five. Uh, oh, weird anime I was like not this. expecting that out of you, man. Weird anime like this is my fucking... is something that I have a weird, weird love for. Oh, But this show... Made me not care. And that's very weird because... Or that's very unnormal. Because when you have a show that does a lot of weird shit that makes no sense... I have I at least have some sort of care for it in the sense of like... Ah, oh, that's funny. But here I'm just like... Meh. <laughs> wow. So yeah, five. I'm actually shocked that you went that high, Tori. I expected... Based on how you were reacting to it and... and I don't like it. About it. I don't like it at all. I've said this multiple <laughs> times. With me, oftentimes a five is the worst score I can give something because a five is something I give is something I give to uh, as, as a score I give something that just I don't give two single like two fucks about. I couldn't give All one right. fuck about it. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so, I think I've sp- I've spoken my piece. I think uh, 
a low score is pretty much expected coming from me at this point. A ten. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Anne of Green Gables here. Minus ten. Uh, I know, I know a controversial statement there. Fine, a nine then. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I haven't watched something. I, I should have. I should have dropped this. To be honest, Ooh. I was probably out at. One episode, I was for sure probably out at six, and then I just really just checked out at the end. I hated the story. I hated the characters. Um, what story? Nothing the characters. made nothing made sense to me. I I, sh- I should have looked at it the way Tori did with, with trying to find allegories for things and metaphors. Uh, so I gave it a, a two out of ten. Maybe it's a little bit harsh, but hey, I'm just being honest with this one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Nah. Yeah. I think it's the lowest score I've given an anime on the podcast for me personally. Because mm. I even gave Too Hard a four. <laughs> Shit. Looks like I got it. I got a one up. We need a one. We need a one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now we need something for Tori to truly hate and think it's a for the next time I choose the anime we re- we're going to review in the podcast. And I'll make sure I'm <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, can well, you can you like like I'm just I'm just gonna have to like point this out, but like my average score for your picks is incredibly low. I think five is the highest I've gone <laughs> for the show you pick. So like, can you like ch- mix the things up and like choose an anime that I will enjoy? Okay, fine. Oh, God, the next the next anime I'm gonna choose a good one, but then <laughs> and then I'm gonna choose a one out of ten. Uh, of course. Oh, no, you don't get to pick smartphone, Hickey. I'm not picking the smartphone. <laughs> it's not old we're enough. Not, we're not. No, yeah. <laughs> Hickey's gonna make it his life's. Hickey's gonna make it his life's mission to have the podcast go on for like twelve years, <laughs> <laughs> just to pick smartphone. You know what? <laughs> well, it would have to go on for fifteen, but yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, segue into the last part. Uh, our next episode, we're gonna have a special guest. Uh, he's in the he's from the AAA community. He's uh, from the Smack It Down podcast. Uh, he will be a guest on the wrestling one. He is an anime fan as well. It is Viva La JD, uh, and his choice was over the anime Slayers. And we're also gonna do a discussion over the Digimon and Pokemon movie. Um, so that's what's the next cast is gonna be over. Uh, and I hope I, I'm 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 excited for Slayers. I mean, it's something I've been meaning to watch for a while. Oh God! Okay, I won't be oh, in the podcast. No. <laughs> so I'm fine. I'm not watching Slayers. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Kate, Hickey, don't leave you'll, me. You'll be, you'll be a bit. You'll be. <laughs> I need you. Tori's gonna be double team, possibly. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> so this is this has been the Red Leaf Retrocast, episode twenty four over Psychano. You can find us. Uh, Maybe next time live on Twitch and Mixer, uh, if the connection stays with us this time. If JD has good internet. Uh, yeah. Apparently it's summer and that's... Uh, anyways. Uh, you can find the podcast, Podbean, iTunes. Please go ahead and uh, check us out there. Leave us a review. And uh, Google Play, Stitcher, tons of other places available. Uh, we're, we're, under, we're currently under review for Spotify. So if you, uh, if you prefer Spotify as your podcast listening... Uh, venue then hopefully we get approved for that so thank you um final thoughts tori uh that's all i have to say <laughs> fair enough <laughs>